2: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
0: the Talksport fan network is proudly supported by mcdelivery bringing you the food you love mcdelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door no matter the result you'll always be winning with mcdelivery so the only thing left to say is you win Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow only via app of participating restaurants eighteen plus rewards registration required points only on menu items delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's dot com <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Chelsea Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge, of course, and uh, it's our occasional when we can be asked, bothered or whatever show called In Off The Post, where we read out your fantastic, wonderful, beautiful, uh, well-constructed emails. And as ever, I am joined by the delightful
1: Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Oh, Chidge, what a lovely, lovely way to say that about me. Delightful. What a lovely word. Thank you so much. Lovely to be on the show. Are you hearing me well? I'm hearing you perfectly. Yes, of course. Those of you who, uh, uh,
0: you know, uh, heard our show the other night on Monday. God, it was yesterday. It seems like a week ago. But you will know that we promised you that our ugly mugs will be on screen. In fact, if JK moves to his right a little bit. Then you Actually, I'd, rather,
1: I'd rather they just see our, uh, Marcus Alonso, if that's OK.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure they would as well. Because, he I mean, I know you're beautiful, but arguably he is more beautiful than you.
1: He has better hair than me. He well, he has.
0: A, he has. He's arguably got better hair than even me, and that is saying something. Yeah, But, anyway.
1: but he's injured at the moment, anyway. He's, he got a, he's had a back back operation, apparently.
0: And he doesn't play for Chelsea either. So, uh, but anyway, he, he did used to. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, it's our occasional show. Uh, me and JK read out your emails. Um, we did say, as I said on on yesterday's show on the Monday night show, that we would be doing this on video,
1: on video. video, video,
0: live and video. direct. Which we are. Uh, Now, we're using this thing called StreamYard. I'm yet to really get my head around it. Uh, It's supposed to be going out on YouTube. Whether it is or not, I don't know. I've probably not pressed the right button yet. Uh, We'll see. Oh, apparently we're live on YouTube. Live. Live. uh, But I don't know. It's not coming up on my phone. But don't let that worry us. Um, Anyway, before we get into the meat and potatoes of said show, as ever, uh, do not forget... about veg? Yes, we are talking vegetables already. Right? We, uh, you can listen to, listen to listen to the show and now watch the show every Monday and Friday at seven thirty p.m. Apart from when we're not doing it on Monday or a Friday at seven thirty p.m., like tonight when we're doing it at four minutes to nine on a, on Tuesday, a Tuesday night. Yeah. But basically, it's Monday, Friday, half seven, live, live. Exactly. Now, uh, there are many ways you can indulge yourself with this show. One of them is you can listen to it and chat at the same time on Mixler. Which, which is Chelsea. preferable,
1: to be quite frank, isn't it, really?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, we never do. So um, how would we know? We chat to each other. That's fun. Well, that's true. Anyway, Mixler, chelsea-fancars.mixler.com. Uh, and as, as I said, there's a very lively chat room in there. Live! Live, exactly. They they all talk to each other. and far, so far more sense than me and JK. Uh, of course... YouTube, so Chelsea Fancast on YouTube. You'll be able to watch this. We might even put it out to uh, Facebook because we have the technology. You sure? Do you, can but, we do that? Well, if I can figure it out, yes, it's Is that simple. Button? Apparently, I don't know. I'll have a look in a minute. Anyway, look, we're on the socials. You'll see a what they call a live. Uh, what no, do they call I... it? A ticker, or a cr- crawling, crawling titles, or something like that. Follow us on social media at Chelsea Fancast. Download the podcast from ACAST, Spotify, and all podcast platforms. Watch on YouTube. Join Chelsea Fancast, Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. Like and subscribe. I wrote all that myself, but uh, no, you know I mean, how it works. works. You, no. hear me. you hear me saying it all the time. I'm talking of Patreon. Um, There are now people who are in receipt, JK. They are in receipt of mini. Kerry Dixon banners. I've seen two photographs on Twitter today of people holding up their banners, very grateful that they received it because I sent them out in the post yesterday. So, uh, uh, If you want a a mini Kerry Dixon banner, all you have to do is bung us a few quid each month and join our Patreon website, which is as the crawling ticker thingy bob at the bottom of the screen tells you, patreon.com forward slash Chelsea Fankers. Anyway, enough of my twaddle.
1: Uh, We've got loads of emails coming up. We have a crawling ticker.
0: Well, something like that? Isn't that what they call it?
1: I yeah, don't know what no, they call I'm impressed. It. Can you I'm not really see impressed? it? No, you I should be able the screen. It. No, I must have a look. Blimey, a crawling ticker. Gitch. Yeah, mate. Oh, we have. Blessed. Hell,
0: <laughs> he's so excited oh, by this. is ridiculous. It's impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm slightly man. out of focus, but perhaps I am in real life anyway. No, you are in real life, actually. That's yeah, very true. I was. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, listen, we've got loads and loads of emails tonight. Uh 20 to be precise, so it's oh, gonna be a late a one. Can we not yeah. just chat? No. Well, we could just chat. We'll chat between them. Um, and okay. of course, the uh the uh duty of kicking us off always uh falls to you,
1: Mr. Oh, Mr. thank you. From Stephen Osborne, the excellent Stephen Osborne, the lovely Stephen Osborne, the regular Stephen Osborne. She, and the Wembley bound JK. Absolutely correct. I'm going to uh, the Twin Towers as they used to be They're there symbolically no longer there um, with my daughter uh, to watch Chelsea play uh, the Scousers. And she's watched them twice now in Wembley finals. And we've lost on both occasions. So she said, I don't quite know where we go- I'm going, Daddy. We're going to lose again. I said, no, we don't know what is going to happen. Is the possibility. 50-50. Anyway, Stephen Osborne. Thank you, Stephen, for writing in. Dear Chidge and the Wembley-bound JK, few things about the CPO. He wants to talk about the CPO. First, it seems like the current players have got their pens out. I recently heard the players we currently have available are Armando Broya. Well, he used to be till he was loaned. Christopher Nkunku, Connor Gallagher, Wesley Fofana, Noni Madiweke, Malo Gusto, Benoit Badiachil, notice Badier-Shiel, not Badiachil, eh, Robert Sanchez. Second, given the names of the legends on the CPO board, I think you mentioned Pat, Frank, JT, that's Pat Nevin, Frank Lampard, and John Terry, surely there would be huge demand for a legend share signed by one of these guys. I absolutely agree with you. I'd pay a couple of hundred for one, as I'm sure others would. Yes, have to try and get the debt down, don't they? Third, why don't CPO have some of the women players sign shares too? Absolutely. Why shouldn't they? Uh, so Michael Carrick came for a day out at the bridge with some of his mates. He got battered. How battered was he? Etc. 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 Ha ha ha. That's it for now. Cheers and up the Chels. Aug. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I've read that so dreadfully. Arrgh. Arrgh. Cheers and up the chelsea. Arrgh. Exactly. He was in pain. Sorry, Chelsea. No, it's Chelsea. Ah! Ah! Really correct. Yes, um, yes, yes. He did come. He did get battered, didn't he? Yes, yes. He was heavily battered. Oh, that was Borough, of course, because he's the manager of Borough. Yes, that was uh, that was rather good fun. Let's hope we can take some of that performance into Sunday.
0: We should, at this juncture, really, J.K., say that because you know what? What? Well, I mean. It, the, The last thing off the post show we did was in January, so uh, you know that that was written just after the Middlesbrough match. Uh, We're going, yeah, we're going from the latest up to the most recent. So moods may fluctuate uh, during the show. I think Uh,
1: we can um, we can um, we can put them on the straight and narrow as to where we are now, can't we? Still use it as a as a cushion for debate, a bouncy cushion for debate, no.
0: Well, yeah, we could. Uh, so there we go. Good to hear from Stephen, as always. Lovely, as lovely. Always. Man. Uh, right, the next one is from Mark Smith. Uh, he says, Hi, Chidge and JK, a mixture of thoughts. I eventually managed to put down on an email a commentator's quote. I think during the first Middlesbrough tie, a team of their quality should be doing better. Surely the fact that they had not been doing better for quite some time is an indication they do not possess that quality. Uh, I don't think the commentator said that. But anyway, there has been a lot of discussion on the subject of a player's data, especially in the purchase of players. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm always intrigued, Mark. It's my uh, default position. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion on the subject of players' data, especially in the purchase of players. I'm intrigued as to how they gather data on the player's footballing intelligence from what I've seen very little. On a recent in off the post, you mentioned Frank Lampard had been spotted sitting next to Todd Bowley. On the same podcast, the subject of Jonathan's hilarious antics with a turkey baster. How could we forget? These two stories and the football club's desire to buy young players merged in my mind as you speculated as to why Frank was there. Could Todd be offering a hefty price to donate a Chelsea to a Chelsea football club sperm bank? Outrageous idea. There's been <laughs> there's been many of it. I love it, it. Well, it could be like a Chelsea stud farm. I happened yes. to watch some program the other day, um, where would you believe none other than Michael Portillo, who in my day used to be called Michael Polright, um, he went to the uh, Irish National Stud in in Kildare, yes. uh, where they where the stallions would serve uh, a huge amount of mares every day, and he, they even had a poor little pony. A little, literally, a little pony that had to act as a fluffer.
1: Yes, which is yes. Quite they lead them in first, don't they? That's right yeah. to set them up. Yes, yeah. Yeah. so it gets yeah. a bit
0: of a, a bit of a stiffy, and then yeah. off you go. And it's like sixty five thousand uh, pounds per per uh, serving up, apparently. So maybe that's what we need. We need a cobham. Uh, A Chelsea stud farm. I love your idea. I I love your sense of humor, Mark. It's as warped as mine is. Um, Anyway, where was I? There has been many a discussion as to how individual players have been performing. They're often compared to past players. This is quite normal. However, I think some consideration has to be given to the team they find themselves in. Like J.K. as a yardstick is unfair. Uh, Did he mean that? No, like J.K., I had hopes. I had, exactly. Sorry, mate. Like J.K., I had hopes My high hopes, of uh, having seen Jackson in pre-season. But, unlike Drogba, who many use as a yardstick, is unfair. Not just because they're totally different, but the team Drogba joined was more of a team and had more experienced players. Quite right, Mark. Uh, I wonder how a young Lampard would have fared in this team, probably terribly, without the likes of Zola, Petit, Hasselbank, Lasseau, Gallus, Etc. To help guide him and gain experience from. Well, actually, I remember he didn't do very well in his first season. We used to call him Frank Lampost because he had such a lack of movement and any understanding about what was going on around him. um, Which always he
1: was a bit tubby as well, wasn't he?
0: He was a bit. He had a bit of puppy fat. But we, you know, we, you know, it's always a good reminder. I think Drogba and Lampard, particularly, when, you know, I mean, I have to say, you and I both have shown an enormous lack of patience with many of these young players. Yeah. But it's 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 a good reminder that even the likes of Lampard and and Drogba were a bit shit in their first seasons. Anyway, uh, finally, as the cop were mourning the departure of Klopp, I saw an article—one of too many—saying that the search for his successor would be data-driven. Up the Chels, Mark E A Smith. What do you think of that, J K?
1: Well, it means that possibly the uh, the new manager for Liverpool will have no personality, but some um, some great success up his belt. Maybe. Um,
0: Maybe as it's data driven
1: it will be AI. Would be exactly that. Or a robot. Yeah. In fact, they don't ever need to have a manager from now on. They just have somebody who appears on a screen Could be a and clock addresses bot. them. Yeah. 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 I think that would be perfect. Um, but yes, I think the uh, I think as we've discovered, um, the footballing intelligence of several of these players has been um They don't have any I- AI. lacking yes. lacking, missing. Um a- NI. N yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <NFI>, I yeah yes NFI. very similar not to MFI. Yes. <laughs> yes 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 and um, I actually think uh, um I know I think I think we've been we've been actually quite hopeful for some of them I think we've been very caring for some of them Jig I know we've been critical of some of them but I think we've now got to the stage after having uh, um, half a season of them, that some of them you just give up with. I and mean, I think we've given Mudrick an enormous amount of encouragement and space as on the fan cast, because we have just kept saying, give him some more time to play. He's fantastically quick. Um, just give him the ball and he'll do something with it. And unfortunately, we've discovered if you do give him the ball, the chances are he'll just get tackled immediately or play the ball to a member of the opposition. So, uh, um, and I think Poch himself has now decided that uh, he is not, to be brought on unless in a kind of state where we're four up or something, Um, or he just needs to change it for even more wingers. I think he'd bring on, prefer to bring on Medueke, who is, as we've discovered also, one brain cell less than he should have, I think, when it comes to uh, um, consistency. And that's unfair. He just seems to uh, play well one week and the next just lose all energy and all sense of what he's actually supposed to do as a footballer. But I think it's all, what we're watching is, uh what we're seeing now i think is beginning to gel i think we're beginning to see a team that he's he's happy to stick with but i agree completely about um uh the jackson situation which is that he's uh um did he mention him in there yeah um that, that jackson was yeah in pre-season i think um we all had hope seeing that but then finally we're actually beginning to see him lurch into something similar as is the whole pressing thing which uh we saw in pre-season so it's you're a you're that,
0: a you're a big fan of this pre-season malarkey, aren't you? You you often well, I I don't normally.
1: Yeah, I don't. But I just they played so well, Chich. That was why. And but all they the was pre-season, mate. I know, I know, but nonetheless, he played in a style that he hasn't played again. And he actually began to play it at the weekend, which is that uh, uh, they press, push them out to the wings, and um, uh, and he had an Kunku and Jackson playing for it. Well, didn't mind you, he didn't. He only had, Jackson was playing on the wing. There was the difference. So. That's that was the kind of shape. But he was starting with Nkunku, who played much better than he did at the weekend. Um, but they hadn't bought Palmer, of course. So perhaps I'm you know, talking bollocks. But I like I li- the very fact that I, I, would, mentioned... I would
0: never say you're talking bollocks.
1: Oh, no. I admit it. I admit it. Huge, great, squiggly, hairy bollocks. I talk frequently. Well, um, as do I? Uh, yeah, but uh, okay. squig- I don't know why I said squiggly by the way. I don't know what that means.
0: Next Squ- next email. You're you're next. You're up next.
1: Squiggly bollocks. What a squiggly bollocks. Um yeah, anyway. It's Paul Drutman. Hello gents. Is he straight to the point? Gents, not not chidge and jk. Gents. I like Thank that. you mate. Yeah, yeah. Greetings from Seattle, Washington. I've been a loyal listener since 2011.
0: A that amazing. is impressive.
1: Very impressive. Very impressive. 13 years, chidge. Wow, wow. Yeah. Thank you for the weekly chelsea content i look forward to every week i'm writing for two reasons one is to seek a recommendation second is to rant good we like a good rant, and we'll we'll hope we can give you a recommendation first off the missus and i will be in london in may in the past we bought tickets to cfc matches by using the hospitality packages sold by various companies it seems like that is the most reliable way to get a ticket to a home match nowadays probably right but hugely over the top in terms of expense. We'll be in London for the Bournemouth match in May. We'd like to watch the match in a local pub. We oh, 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 oh I see you're not gonna buy a ticket. You're gonna watch it in a local pub. Okay. He probably, um, can't get a probably can't get a ticket. I thought he said that he was getting them from hospitality packages from uh various companies but perhaps that's not the the case nowadays anyway the most reliable way to get a ticket to a home match will be in london for the bournemouth match in may we'd like to watch the match in a local pub with other cfc fans my guess is most of the pubs around the bridge are fairly busy are there any spots around london you would recommend we're fairly open to locations we'd love to hear some recommendations thank you in advance what you
0: yeah uh that that's a good one actually that's a good question. I mean, look, Paul, number one, don't give up on getting a ticket. I mean, I know it's the I think that's the last match of the season, the Bournemouth match, so historically very hard to get tickets for. Secondly, don't give up on on watching it near the ground because you 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 will get the second best atmosphere watching Chelsea in a local pub near the ground, of which there are plenty. We all drink in the cock, as you know. The Goose is an excellent... Uh, I mean, the Goose is probably the best pub to watch the football on if you can't get to the match. Uh, the Pensioner, wh- whatever it is now, gets very, very busy, but that's another place. Um, there's quite a few pubs. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but uh, certainly uh, <clears throat> the Cock or the Goose, the Goose I would recommend highly. Uh, further afield. Well, I mean, you know, we're not, we're, if, if particularly for away games that I wasn't at, uh when i used to live in pimlico there were several really good pubs around the pimlico area where i'd i'd watch there's a riley's bar which is a bit salty uh as you know um but i've watched games in there there's a pub in pimlico called the tram line or something which is quite a good pub for watching the football battersea would be a good place quite you know home home territory really um clapham i think it's uh the, there's a pub near the clapham junction which is a good one but don't give up on a ticket and secondly go to the goose that would be my recommendation paul all right is, is that uh answered the question jk
1: i reckon all right i reckon you can't get into the ground can you to watch in the uh um in the bar just by frankie's. the hotel frankie's yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe you probably have to book or something. I don't know because I've I've obviously always been in the in the
1: grounds. So Indeed, I that might almost be half and half, mightn't it? If yeah. you uh...
0: Nathan gets the award for stating the bleeding obvious, the cock doesn't show the footy. Yes, I kind of I know I, I'm going to go full on Captain Mannering here, stupid boy. <laughs> I, I wonder I wondered who was going to notice that. Yeah. Yes, you're dead right, Nathan. Uh, the cock does not show the footy, but it is where we drink, which is what what I kind of meant. But the goose, absolutely best pub I think to watch in.
1: Oh, carry on. Excuse me, I Jordan. Keep, I'm keeping you up mate. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm not bored or, or keeping me up. No, just, I, I've been training. If you must know, Chidge, I've training? been, uh, doing what? I've been, uh, I've been training to improve my life. Now I've been training to, um, to, uh, maintain the fitness of a very old man. Mm. Uh, I've been going to the gym. I did some weights and I did some, a well little, little bit of cycling and, uh, but stretching, you know, usual thing, you know, and, uh, and, uh, just wandered around a bit, wandered around the gym just. Uh, looking cool and groovy, you know, you're anyway, a better man than me. And, uh, um, I think I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, um, what's the word? Uh, uh, I'll think of a word in a second. I'm, uh, uh anyway, back to the email. Uh, now now to the rant. He's got a rant. Um, uh, having seen the, uh, the Liverpool match, the only thing that comes to mind is what the fuck was that? In his post-match presser, Potch said that Liverpool had a better mentality attitude or whatever. Unfortunately, i couldn't agree more we were second to every single more is that disagree that i see liverpool had a better mentality attitude over not us i remember him being actually very positive about the game bizarrely because he was he was um, more concerned with VAR than anything else. He seemed to use that as an excuse. But anyway, I do agree with you, uh, Paul. It was absolutely desperate. Um, Liverpool had a better mentality, attitude or whatever. Unfortunately, I couldn't agree more. We were second to every single ball. I think we lost the ball four times in the first two minutes, gave the ball away. If it wasn't for Petrovic and the PK miss, it could have easily been seven or eight, one. This was an embarrassing performance. I want to like Poch, but the substitutions at halftime did not make any sense. The three worst players in the first half were Badia Shield and Enzo Yet all stayed on Don't get me started on Mudrik He's got to be <clears> my <throat> least favourite player Since the awful Juan Cuadrado What a very good player to bring up Because he was, he was shit. Yeah, yeah, This team is hard to watch at the moment Signing a number nine won't fix anything The team lacks an identity plain and simple. Well, I'm slightly disagreeing now, slightly ahead of the game. Once the again, we have to stick it. It's the Liverpool game, which we've slightly improved since. I've just, I've um, just got
0: to say JK, the, the, yeah. the awfulness of doing an in off the post show after a month is we now have to go back and relive all the things yeah. that we've now conveniently forgotten, yes. like how shit we yes. were against Liverpool. Yes. Walls yes. will be coming up as well. Yes. You've got to go through yes. that again. Yeah, but I like
1: being able to correct it and look at it in through a different prism, you know, through a different, uh, a different mirror through a round mirror or rather than a square mirror to uh, to look at it and say, Yes, but you know, things have evolved and we're all all agreeing with you about Mudrik, who he's not picking anymore. Um, Badiashil, of course, is injured, Badiashil, not Badiashile, Badia um, and Dazarzi through playing in the middle because Silver is now injured, of course, is now revealing himself as excellent. Uh and his his demonstrations of his excellence is are brilliant to behold when he um punches the air and shakes and slams everybody's hands, um, giving them uh, low fives. Um, Anyway, where are we? This team is hard to watch. Yes, I agree they were that night. That was possibly, I think that was possibly just the worst performance of the year, wasn't it? The Liverpool performance where we just Uh, didn't didn't compete at all. Yeah. Uh, I named both my pups after Chelsea players. There's Reese, a chocolate lab, and uh, Maisie, the golden retriever. Um, who's he met le- named? Oh,
0: Mason. Oh, I Mason
1: Mount. Oh, okay. Perhaps I could have known that this season was going to be painful when Mason chose to leave us for the Red Devils. Anyway, thank you for all that you do up the Chelsea. No, thank you very much, Paul. Fantastic to to uh, get a, a message from me from all the way from Seattle. But, um, uh, let's hope that they don't play. We're a, next Sunday, of course, is the Carabao Cup final, anywhere near as badly. Um, as they played that day. And I think, as we discussed on the show on Monday, I think if Liverpool are cocky, if Liverpool are confident, they'll be overconfident um, as they pay attention to the previous performance. I think they'll have a surprise because I think we will... we will, um, we'll stick it up them, won't we, Chidge? A little bit like, um, stick it
0: right like, up them, right
1: up them, like right uh, up, on right like, their mate. Yes, <laughs> they don't like it up them, do they? They Don't Chidge?
0: like it up them. No, mate.
1: they don't like it. They don't uh, like it. So, uh, so yeah, no, I agree that um, that night was uh, absolutely appalling. But uh, we've had better performances since.
0: Have. Right. Okay. Next email. Now this is from uh, this is from John Kirk. Now John, I know. Uh, received his uh, mini Kerry Dixon banner in the uh-huh. post this morning because he posted a picture on on X. I must keep remembering to call it X. Um, and what I found out, I, I now follow John back on X. He's he, he loves Hampshire cricket. John, I never knew you liked Hampshire cricket. Um, as you know, I love Hampshire cricket. We need to talk about this. Maybe get down to the old Aegeus and have a, have a bit of local beer and some Hampshire, like I like uh anyway, uh John says did they speak like that down there. You? That they do. This is that's, that's actually how I normally speak when I'm is down here. yeah. This is an affected uh almost like RCP that I do for the Chelsea uh, no, fan cast yeah. Okay. okay. No, normally I I spend my entire day talking like that, see. Oh, do you do, you, do you uh,
1: a piece of straw normally as well? All
0: the time, all the time. And I wear gaiters, isn't it? Do you? Oh, you, do.
1: Amazing. Oh, you do. Amazing. Do you do and you have a a, sh- a shire horse outside as well? We do. Then? I have three. Three shire horses. God. That's right. One's called J.K., one's <laughs> called
0: Tony, and the other is called Maracle. Oh, sweet! Thank I've you. Named them all after you, lot.
1: Oh, yeah, lovely. Is, oh, is yeah. one of them? Is one of them a girl?
0: No. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That that would be Tony. <laughs> no, he's a <coughs> nag. Boy. Actually, if we had a girl horse, we should. You. It would definitely be a nag, wouldn't it? Very there you go. good. <laughs> Bernard Manning joke for you all for a bit yes. of retro yes. uh anyway John Kirk hi Chidge and JK I started composing this email back in 2012 no 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 you didn't I started composing this email during the absolute crap fest that was Liverpool uh however it was just uh it was just becoming a complete swear fest and soon realized I was just ranting with every other word being fuck or cock Oh, man
1: yeah. after my own heart.
0: Totally Approved, approved. That is approved Chelsea FanCast language. So I have recomposed this in the cold light of the next morning, hoping my emotions may uh, be more in check. But I can't guarantee this. One billion on that. Really? Fuck me sideways. We spent huge. We haven't spent well. The Bowley, Egbali, Winstanley and Stewart clusterfuck was so apparent last night, all that potential we've paid for, you can't win on solely potential. These four utter idiots who seem to have as much idea on running a football club as my dog has on being the Prime Minister have oh. turned us into a pure banter club.
1: Lord yes. Beagle.
0: Yes. Now, it was just so utter apparent, or utterly apparent that Baddy Ashiel, and Mudrick are projects that need co- uh, consigning to the scrap heap. Here's Agreed. an idea. Sell them and sign a sodding striker. Mind not sure uh, they would bring in more than twopence halfpenny. Everyone was an utter embarrassment last night, apart from Petrovic, who made some big saves and had no real chance at any of the goals. It could have been far worse if Salah was playing instead of perennial woodwork hitter Nunez. Chile, who I won't go too hard on, as this seemed a rare poor one from him, but still produced a dive of such shit and was rightfully booked. The 200 million twins look shit. I think there is a player in Caicedo, Moises, but maybe controversial. I don't think there is in Fernandes. He hasn't improved in his time with us. He shows flashes, but it always seems to be against the poor opposition. He's a busted flush. Oh, Tiago, as much as I love him, can't play in a four against teams like Liverpool. Palmer went AWOL. Sterling clearly thought he still played for Liverpool as he made no attempt to help us. Yes, we could have had two pens. Still a little bewildered how we didn't, but let's not pretend we didn't get the result we deserved. So, We come to Pochettino. While I was never convinced he was the right man for the job, I don't think anyone would be getting much of a tune out of this lot. We had a run of decent results since Wolves on Xmas Eve, but they have all flattered to deceive. None of them have been convincing, and this performance was always waiting as soon as we met a serious team. What's the answer? I don't know. I think we're going to have to ride this storm of arse gravy for a good few years yet. Uh, we ought to say, whenever whenever we see the word Ars Gravy, Ars Gravy, TM Tony Glover, right? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I think we were going to have to blah, 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 for a good few years yet, but a good starting point would be to get rid of the XG wankers, Win Stanley and Stewart, and bring in a director of football who knows what they're doing. I'm going to end with the nearest glint of positivity. and Nk- Nkunku, Kani and Gusto certainly looked better when they came on and need to start on Sunday. A bit ranty, I know, but I feel much better now and I can go off to work to face a day of piss-taking from the plastic southern scousers I work with best john i feel that that was really cathartic for john
1: i think well i don't think it was cathartic enough as he 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 didn't send us the uh, the rather aggressive sweary one <laughs> oh, and just yet, think what uh, the other one was the like the other one exactly exactly because that this one was still pretty sweary um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, and, and once again, once again, we all agreed with you completely after that game. We wanted Potch out. We, wanted right. we them, were just none as none ranty. Them, just as ranty. And, of course, it's interesting, isn't it, that a couple of good performances and uh, um, and some of the players playing um, much nearer their value. And uh, we've slightly changed our tune. But let us see. Let us see. Who knows with this Jekyll and Hyde team? Hmm. Uh but nice one. Nice, nice mail, John. Very good. Thank you, mate. Very good. <coughs> um, this is from uh, Dave Kinder. Dave Kinder. Even, evening, evening, Jij and JK. Hope you're both well. Well, yes, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm as I said earlier, I went to the gym and uh I have to nowadays, otherwise my body falls apart. <laughs> oh, anyway, poor JK. But, um, yes, poor joker. Um I hope you're both well. Well, yes, yes. Despite what we had to witness in Anfield last night, which, by the way, I'm struggling to get my head around. Once again, we were equally struggling with you, Dave. After a four-hour journey there, I eventually parked up two miles from the ground with 20 minutes left before kickoff. After a sprint through the piss-stinking Liverpool streets, oh, dear, I eventually walked up the steps to my seat as the game kicked off. Little did I know the traffic, chaos and race to get in would actually be the highlight of the evening. Oh, oh dear. Uh, right from the first kick, we were passive and pathetic. I just do not understand it. I've made a quick list below of points from this game, which probably relate to other games as well. Well, I think at the time they did. Why are we trying to play out from the back from goal kicks away at the best pressing team in Europe? Absolutely what we agreed and we've said utter madness. Hope they don't do this on Sunday. At one point, Silver took a goal kick by passing back to Petrovic in the six yard box, who subsequently gave it him back. Why the fuck is that happening? Then what wondrous piece of play do we do from this tactic? We give it to a fullback who's put under instant pressure. And another shot is then rifled towards our goal. I have to say that has been a um, uh, the norm, hasn't it? With the, Particularly when De Sazzy has been playing right back, which he clearly isn't as good as centre-half, as we've discovered, even though he apparently kept um, uh, Mbappe uh, uh, under... It was it Mbappe? He managed to to stifle when he was playing for Monaco. When Apparently, he was playing so. Apparently so. Apparently mm. so. Um, and Potch remembered that. But uh, as we've only just discovered, he's a much better centre-half. Um, uh, and he says, what has happened to Badia Shiel? Well, Badia Shiel at the moment is now injured, which I think is a blessing in disguise because he's he's at least two two mistakes per game which two terrible mistakes which give away goals um he was a small bright spark in the utter darkness of last season but he's been nothing short of a french titus bramble this season oh well remembered the newcastle nitwit uh not good enough is Caicedo injured or unfit because his pressing is crap? But well, I don't think any of them would particularly have been particularly good at pressing, which has always been my... Oh, but that's the wrong expression. I think they're good at pressing. I think they haven't been told to press, or they press in sort of bits. They One of them presses and somebody else thinks, oh, perhaps I better press. Uh, but they seem to press a bit better um, at the weekend when they played Cite, because that's when we're doing this, just after they've played Cite and drawn. Uh, so we keep thinking perhaps they're getting a bit better than they were. Anyway, um, Casado's pressing his crap, dawdling over to help people out, not an ounce of get-up-and-go in him. Seems like Brighton have royally pulled our pants down again with this one. Fucking Beach Hut FC. Certainly know how to mug off our board. Well, yes, it has been looking like that, but let's see. Why do we not hunt in pairs? How many times was Disazi left one-on-one with Diaz? And in the background, there's Medweke jogging back. I think that's one of the problems Medueke has, which uh, I think is meaning that he won't be a starter. Um, fucking bust a gut. Help your teammates out. You lazy Gareth. I love the use of the word Gareth. Thank you, mate. <laughs> um, what was up with Chilwell? Yes, that was a terrible game. Chilwell was terrible. He's since redeemed himself, to be honest. He was really excellent against City at the weekend. <laughs> Sit there at the weekend. Fair enough. Probably not 100% match fit. But if the ball is at your feet, you should be able to pass it to one of your own players. Things like that. Nothing to do with fitness. Just atrocious play. Yes, he was hopeless in that game. Um When are we going to stop the bookings for diving and petulance? That's just a clear sign of lack of discipline. I'd rather see players smash through someone and be booked than run the risk of being sent off for being a mardy little twat. And the diving, do they not realise these things are checked? Lunacy. Uh, Conor Gallagher, Jesus Christ, if he's supposed to be our shining star of the season, poster boy for the club, we're well and truly fucked. And it's clear proof of how badly our levels have sunk. Um, All he does is run around. That is it. If those idiots from North London want to give us 50 million for him, then do it. I'll fucking drive him there. He's more likely. He's Fuck more off. Likely yellow to, card.
0: Seriously, get, yellow carded, David.
1: David, get a yellow card. Rather than a goal or assist. Simply not good enough for Chelsea. Squad player, yes. Regular starter. Do me a fucking favour.
0: Absolute fucking loads of bollocks. What is it you said earlier on? What? About bollocks
1: bollocks what well, um swiggly bollocks i think that's, I a,
0: that's a load of swiggly bollocks mate Which sorry did i love you to pieces, pieces david yeah. but that is rubbish
1: yeah yeah i think i think you get a yellow card. but are you getting yet getting a yellow card for for fighting him do you think judge? coming okay, back?
0: fair enough i suppose that's fair that's what would normally happen in real life isn't yeah it? yeah
1: yeah i think you both get yellow you know? cards yeah yeah because he's just got a view he's got an opinion uh yeah but to be fair. He was terrible in that. were were all terrible in that. They were all terrible. He's he's giving he's giving it a, you know. Um, I have to say, I think in the fan bar, I even said if somebody offered me fifty million for him uh, the following day, I'd give it because I was so disappointed in him. Well, true. I was. Uh, to be fair, I think that then. I think. The maybe you game, wrote
0: the, did you write this email, J.K.?
1: Hang on. What's my name here? No, well, I'm not. I've never, never chosen. I wouldn't have chosen Dave Kinder. I would have been. Uh...
0: Dave. Dave is is uh, one of the stalwarts of the Discord group. I have clearly missed his 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 hatred of Connor, you know. But maybe, as you say, he was just being a bit fed up with an absolutely piss poor performance by all of them.
1: It was. But it, uh, it it wouldn't be my soubriquet. that that's the. Uh, uh... no
0: you're you're Van
1: Howard, aren't you? Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm no, I'm Howard Vant. Howard Vant. Yeah. My producer. Yeah. Anyway, here we're number eight. I really feel for Enzo. We all know there is a player there, but nobody is switched on as him. Constantly has the ball, looks up to see Absolutely fucking nobody making a run. The only thing he can then do is give it to constant ball givers away like Caicedo. That's Moses Moises, and Gallagher. Or has to give it to our centre-backs. So we're immediately under pressure again. He will want out in the summer. I can see it and I would not blame him. Interesting, isn't it? He's He's... Enzo got a lot of stick at that period, though, for not being any good, and yet, and yet, um, Dave is seeing him as a as a kind of one of the only players playing well. So you you know you can't tell. Uh, Personally, I just thought they it was all you know, it was so dreadful. That was we were so dreadful. That really was for me the worst game of the season, and that is saying something because we were terrible against Everton and terrible against United. Anyway, number nine, Mudrick fuck off. Well, you know where you are with okay, that. Okay,
0: David, I take it all back. You've yeah. redeemed yourself totally with that comment.
1: He's had enough chances. Go back to playing postman and builders in some outback part of Europe. Petrovic, he is top draw already, in my opinion. He may be may he be our number one for a decade. Well said, mate. Very good. Yeah. Uh I think I may just stop writing out writing points uh, up points now as my blood is boiling again yeah we, i think we could tell that keep up the good work. hopefully see you in the cock one day At the Chelsea, dave Uh, well done dave i wonder we've been interesting to see what you think now actually having uh can you write a quick mail while we're doing the show you want to know i
0: don't think he's in tonight i I haven't seen him what a shame shame. well send Uh, us
1: one send us one uh for the next in off the post just saying what you think after Having written that and then the next, how many uh, games have we had? Four, five since? I don't know, mate. I've, I should go and have a look, shouldn't I? I, I yeah. think
0: his email will start with, Chigi, fuck off. You talk bollocks, mate. I stand every, by everything I said about it. be a red
1: card and your book come red, blow. You can have a red card, a mate. A red
0: card, yeah. <laughs> love it. Dave, no, I love him to pieces. As I said, he's a stalwart of the Discord group and I enjoy talking to him all the time. All anyway, time, All yeah. the time, mate. Um, right. Uh, this is from uh, our, our mate Michael Murray, who also, by the way, um, put a photograph on X of him holding a Kerry banner aloft, arms aloft. Uh, brilliant and uh, lovely to hear from you, Michael. He's very, he said, Yeah, I've only had to wait six months, which is about average waiting time. That's, that's good for you, Chip. Yeah, it's good. That's not bad, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. it's true, actually, because the last lot I sent in was in about June, so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And to yeah. be fair, you did show me the uh, the jiffy bag on several occasions with yeah. them in, which they yeah. were they were in your thoughts to be sent. So you know, yeah. but it's not yeah.
0: a factory process;
1: it's crafted, it's handcrafted. Hey, hey, that's what takes so long. You made those jiffy bags, didn't you? You stuffed I them did. with with your own hair, with my own bubbles. Yeah, yeah, and bubbles, <laughs> bubble wrap. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, this is bad enough when we're just on a podcast, mate. The fact that it was is all going live, live. YouTube as well is 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 very embarrassing. Sometimes
1: right? You can see my my eye infection. I've got an eye infection. Oh dear, bless you! Oh,
0: Didn't you go God. into makeup before you came on air, mate?
1: Yeah, and they put they put too much um, pancake in the corner there. Oh, for yeah. God's sake! Fire yeah. them! Fire them! Anyway, look, Michael Murray,
0: dearest Stanford Chidge and Duke of Kid.
1: good. Yep, thank you. I hope
0: you are both well. And over <sighs> the shit show on Wednesday. Anyway, where to start? Do we blame the board, the manager, the players? Where does the blame lie? Hmm. I know, with Wynn Stanley and Stewart, the recruitment has been shocking. Don't get me wrong, they picked out a few gems, but the rest are utter fucking dog shit. Badashiel uh, needs to fuck off and then fuck off some more. Brozier, not good enough and looks like a lost puppy every time he's on the ball. But don't fear, in action, Jackson will be back for the Wolves game. So hooray, we're saved. Billy Whiz, fastest man in the world. And that's all you can say about him, really. My uh, blind gran could have put away that chance he had at the start of the second half. Just poor, poor, very poor in a Geordie accent. I got there ahead of you, Michael. Well, that's enough on the players for now. Now on to the third Mitchell, brother. Yes, the Gareth, Paul Tierney. My head the other way. Paul Tierney, my head the other way whenever Chelsea get fouled. What does that mean?
1: Um, he's turning the other way. He's got his head turned the right, other way. Okay. Fair enough. <coughs> two it's blatant.
0: I my head the other way when Chelsea get fouled. All oh, right, now I understand. Sorry, it's me being an idiot, not not anything else. Uh, two blatant pens, one on Connor and one on Unkunku. When Connor was fouled, I jumped out of my chair and shouted, "That is a penalty, you Gareth!" My missus then jumped up with surprise. Then she watched the first half with me. Even she could see the ref was against us. She said, "Blimey, the ref is blind when it comes to Chelsea, and she don't even really watch fucking football." Even Stevie fucking Wonder could have seen that they were both penalties. Seriously, the second, one even more blatant than the first. If we get both pens and score, it's a different game. The crowd would have gone quiet, and I think we may have nicked a draw, or maybe even a win, but it is
1: what it is that's what poch said that's what poch was was more it, uh, is, what uh, it, is. it is what it is it no he is didn't what say it's is is what, is. what it is i'm not saying no. he said that i'm saying that no. he said that he felt that it would have been a completely different game he concentrated on that but i think that was because he realized how completely dreadfully we'd played as well so okay fair enough um, fair enough but i love the use of the word gareth because i presume the use of the word gareth wasn't used in front of your wife i think the uh no, the I, other, think maybe he did that. I think i think michael has appropriated it Oh, you reckon he called them Gareth? Okay. Yeah, I, okay. Think, I
0: think we've introduced Gareth into a new version of rhyming slang. Okay,
1: I've just noticed that all of these emails are much more sweary when we lose horribly. Have you noticed that?
0: Well, I'm a lot more sweary when we lose horribly. I yeah, think yeah, around. Yeah. I think this is when I had my rant about rant about uh, egg bolly, isn't it?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, there were only four players I could pick from last night that were any good, and that was Petrovic. Silva, Gusto and Kunku Petrovic stopped it from being six or seven. Really brilliant keeper. If he brings Sanchez back uh, in when fit, I think JK should get the East Middle <laughs> doing a slow clapping protest. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, Silver was, used to in 1966. Yeah. Silva was trying hard to marshal, marshal the defence, but let's be serious. Trying to marshal that defence is like trying to watch Geoffrey Boycott hit a six. Neither is going to end well. Uh, Gusto, wow! What a player he's turned into this season. Reese James might find it hard to get back in when he's fit, as Gusto is on fire. And lastly, and Kunku, wow! What a player he could be when fully fit and up and running. He looks different class. The way he scored that goal was brilliant. It's interesting isn't butch- it? because
1: now, in fact, even now we've got back to the fact that Gusto had a brilliant game against Sète um, the weekend, but weirdly, and Kunku because he then had a hip injury after he came back, now looks to be a little bit uh, stiff. You could say, couldn't we? Like stiff as the uh, the Tin Man in uh, um, One Man Over the Rainbow. No, that's One Man Went to mo. No, in uh, somewhere over the rainbow. No, what's the name of it? What's the name Wizard of the Oz. Movie? Wizard of Oz. We get there in the end. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thank we're, you. We 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 uh, This is the Chelsea fan cast sponsored by Dementia Pills.
1: Uh, <laughs> who, who said that? I, I don't know. I can't remember.
0: Is that you? Uh, who? who are you? I don't um, know.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah.
0: Uh, on potch. uh, He is doing the best he can do with what he's got around him. Uh, I think the subs he made last night, minus Billy Wiz, changed the game up until we got robbed of a blatant pen in the second half. And then they scored the fourth. I don't think he should be sacked. I can't see anyone coming in and doing any better with the policy the owners want to use. And by prospects, hoping they come good for profit in a few years is utter bollocks. So we need to stick with him, uh, get him a striker, and see uh, if he can at least get us top four next season do you think the same thing will happen in the cup final with liverpool and they will play us off the pitch and with the media wanking Klopp off into a turkey base to say <laughs> that they can breed more <laughs> Klops to wank off in years to come uh, we've already established michael that it's actually going to be designed by ar and it'll be a Klopp bot but uh, anyway honestly i thought he had died when i saw some of the posts on twitter everyone on the bonkers world of Klopp will be willing him on sky and then tnt just to name but two i hope we smash them and be the team that has written uh that, were, that was written off all season just to stop the clock parade fuck their quadruple up and we ended up in europe uh then win the conference league and stick the middle finger up to the world but in the real world you can uh, can you really see that happening well you know thanks to us beating uh, sorry drawing against city on saturday i can actually michael lastly what did you guys make oh 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 good a cricket question uh, Lastly what did you make guys make of the first test uh, against India only if Chelsea had that grit and fight and determination eh up the Chelsea, michael leberth murray um we won the first test didn't we
1: yes we were wonderful yeah we were superb we were absolutely superb, superb. a superb performance but um we were shit the other day unfortunately with uh, i felt we had a couple of decisions in the second innings that uh, went well, against they us were and clearly and- clearly not out and uh, Root has unfortunately lost his mojo. Um,
0: well, Root needs but, to start uh, batting like Root. I said this because I've yeah. got a WhatsApp group of all my old school chums, the ones that I go to the cricket with. Funnily oh, enough, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we we end up nearly always talking about cricket. It's quite funny because Simon's got a real bee, bee in his bonnet about young Johnny Bairstow, who he thinks should be uh, pensioned off to Siberia. Uh, and I was saying they need Root needs to bat like Root and stop trying to be clever and 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 you know play basball because. He scores fast anyway. He doesn't need to play baseball because he's an attacking yeah. player and he scores fast. Yeah. I'm very delighted that they've got Ben Fokes playing as the wicket keeper.
1: Wonderful keeper. He's the best wicket keeper in the world, I think. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But
0: anyway, playing India against uh, playing against India in India is a bit like playing Liverpool at Anfield. All the umpires are basically gonna give the decisions for India. It has always happened and it always will.
1: And also the pitches are doctored accordingly, aren't they? If, if if it was the IPL, the pitch would just be absolutely flat and straight oh, yeah. and just disappears in the boundary. Mind you, it, I, I feel that... Um, Same for, over here
0: with the, with the seeming pitches. Yeah, yeah, we create... To be fair.
1: For our bowlers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I think we're making a decent fist of it, actually. I've enjoyed... Well, we'll see. It. We'll, we'll see. They need, think, they need
0: to come back. In this they do, season.
1: they do, but it's only 2-1, and we'll see. I think it just needs a... Um, uh, a little change of luck. And also, um, what's, Rehan isn't the leg spinner. I don't think he's up to it, I'm afraid. I don't quite get why. I didn't understand why Wood didn't bowl in the second innings at all. Um, um, well, I, I think got you got to be careful. You've got to be careful. in the first. first yeah, one. but you got
0: to be careful with Woody. You can't bowl him like a stock bowler. He he, he needs to be bowled in four or five over spells and, and spaced no, out. I wonder
1: if he was injured because he didn't bowl at all. Oh,
0: probably because time. he over-fucking bowled him in the first innings, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know about Ahmed. He's, he's all right he's young he's a bit like one of the Chelsea players
1: really you know there's potential there. Um what was Same I going to say Hartley bought they, better in the first test he's wonderful but um...
0: they need to they need to win the toss mate. I mean yeah. the last three matches yeah. India have won the toss we've batted last no chance Yeah, out there because yeah. the wickets deteriorate in the fourth day boom. Yeah. So if they win the toss it's a different it's a different game mate different gravy in it. Yeah
1: yeah.
0: Uh anyway I do believe uh, it's your email next. I
1: just, can I just can I just comment a sec on um, on, on Michael, Michael's uh, mail? I think um, uh, I think once again we're we're w- with it, that's sort of hindsight. We now know that that it's it's. I, I almost once again, Michael, like to see what you think of it since we've seen the, the matches since, um, and also uh, it, it it'll be intriguing to see what happens on, at the weekend, given that we've improved since we lost to them. So I'm, um, uh, you know, let's get some males talking about the development because it, it it hasn't been as dreadful as it was. This was a real nadir. This was a real low point. And, uh, and we are seeing, as we keep mentioning, some shoots, aren't we, Chidge? Some shoots, little shoots, burgeoning shoots of growth, of burgeonnement, as the French say. I don't know why I said that. God knows where that came from. Um, Because uh, it's the same word as burgeon, I think, probably yeah isn't it probably right anybody any gardeners in no anyway good um mark smith Hi Chidge and jk just a thought not sure if this been mentioned before feel it could have been useful on Wednesdays. a good football chant opening of that great Edward star song war just replaced the word, word war with var it's uh, tailor-made no ref pun intended very good um uh could we also champion a move for uh, all broadcasters to enhance their coverage further by offering alternative commentary, something with less bias arse-licking. Yes, we know Liverpool were playing better, but please, it's embarrassing. Do they ever listen to themselves? Up the Chels, Mark E.A. Smith. So in other words, it needs to be VAR. Uh, uh, no, VAR. Oh,
0: good va, God. Good
1: God. What, what, what is,
0: is it good for? for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing.
1: I'm saying it again, yeah. VA. Good. Well, 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 well. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I'll say it again. I have to say, I love it. I do. I love it. Actually, love yeah, it. It's very good. Very good. You've given me. An I, idea. I wish. I
0: wish he was Mark E Smith, not Mark E A Smith. That's Exactly isn't? what
1: I was thinking. Yeah, but although deliberately... although Marky
0: although e. Marky Smith is in fact dead. But other than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would that would be a problem. But yeah, but at least it, perhaps he's put the A in there deliberately because too many so. people kept asking about his. Hey,
0: are his, you his... are you that mank bastard in the fall? <laughs> yes. Oh. I, no, I'm sorry. I, I mean, look, I know that he was a man bastard from uh, from Manchester, but I, I've got to say, I love The full, They were a brilliant band. Absolutely brilliant band. Love them. Way out there. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, Mark, that's brilliant. The second email of the night, I think. Well done. You managed to get two in part one. Only George Spencer ever gets that privilege, so well done. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Philip Rawlings. Lovely Philip Rawlings, uh, who I think was at a, a recent troubadour gathering uh greetings chidge and duke of kid uh just just writing the day before the wolves game and troubadour event there you go i predicted it and there it came
1: to pass Uh, let me explain the wolves to people who don't know because some people don't seem to get there go on then you explain the wolves there used to be a cartoon series called it's a Wolf." it's It's a a a Wolf. what cartoon was it though it was called it's a Wolf." no i don't know what it was actually i don't i can't remember
0: okay Extra points for those of you who are watching live. Live. I can't on remember. You, on are YouTube you or listening live. Live. On Mixler. If you know the cartoon where it's the Wolofs, It's the Woolofs came from. Because I can't remember an and JK because we both got dementia. Early onset, I think.
1: Who said that? Oh, I've done I can't that remember already. Yeah, so... we've done
0: that one already. Well, we can't remember that we did that gag already.
1: Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Who's and that you... got behind me? I don't know. Mm.
0: I thought you meant the guy with the cap.
1: Yeah, who's that? Yeah, I don't
0: know. It's a steward, mm-hmm.
1: mate. Yeah, is it okay? Yeah. Good cap.
0: Yeah, it's probably Alex Stewart.
1: Nah. <laughs> Terrible.
0: We need a tumbleweed graphic, don't we? Now we're on video,
1: or or a, a sound effect. I think now we're on video. We need sound effects. We I could make.
0: A... I could make a tumbleweed graphic because I've got headliner. So I just need to go and get a stock image of tumbleweed. Eyeliner. Get the or audio.
1: Did you say headliner? Eyeliner.
2: He-
0: headliner.
1: Oh, okay. It's where I
0: make me. It's where I might my. That's where I made the video stings, isn't it? Okay. The, well, I'll, yeah. I'll um,
1: yeah, I think we should actually have more things like that. How about I have a studio manager who comes in and plays sound effects? No. Well, what? Right. Yeah, no. yeah.
0: Your daughter could do that. Yes, she could. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. They'd probably just be what she wanted to play and have nothing to do with what whether they should be, which would actually make it brilliant.
1: It would make it very surreal.
0: I love, I love surreal. I'm all yeah. for surreal, mate. Yeah. You know, Chelsea fancast meets Monty Python. Why not? Hey. Well, anyway, Philip Rawlings, just writing the day before the Wolves game and Troubadour event, as well as my normal moans about Sterling, I'm getting yeah. more concerned about our manager and his ability to get the best out of our team. My first concern was during the palace game, which in the first half was one of our best performances with Nkunku playing a whole match. Uh, I got, I've just whizzed up too fast before further injury. And, uh, Uh, Hang on a minute. Breaking news. Nathan, who is not one to argue with because he's usually got his facts right. He said it was called It's a Wolf. I don't I'm not you know, I don't think it was Nathan, but hey, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, It's a wolf. Well, it's a wolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I know Mark Meehan's listening somewhere, so he will probably what's at me because Mark Mark's too important to uh, write messages in the in the group. Uh, He'll just WhatsApp us and let us know there. But anyway, uh, where were we? And Cuckoo playing uh, a whole match before further injury and combining well with Mudrick. But not sure if it was just me, but after conceding that stupid equaliser, there was a 20-minute period in in the second half where we seemed to rush to take quick-free-quick so quickly it just led to a two-yard pass, normally in our half, And after another 15 passes, and if we hadn't been pressurized, it normally went back to the goalkeeper. Luckily, we got that penalty. Otherwise, the manager would have had to explain negative use of free kicks. Then along to Luton. And after an hour of dominance, suddenly we conceded. And it was panic stations and relying on our keeper to get three points. Again, it was starting with Broyer and Jackson that worked so well at Wolves. Laugh out loud. How can a competent manager make the same mistake twice? Imagine if Harry Potter did that. He would have been crucified. Yes. Oh, you mean Graham Potter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I was thinking Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: he, he would just <laughs> he be whizzing around. Already, it is dementia, isn't it? We've we is. forgotten already that he was called Harry from time to time.
0: Yeah. Started. Well, I was just thinking that Harry Potter would have gone around the pitch going Expelliarmus.
1: Yes, he would have done when he. Yeah.
0: And he would have had about as much use as what he did say anyway.
1: But he would also, have been playing Quidditch, wouldn't he, rather than football? He probably would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh,
0: also, uh, are his substitutions totally baffling all season? His use of Matson in weird positions sums up the strange way he uses subs. Very rarely does he sub like for like. What Interesting,
1: like Matson has been player of the month, hasn't he, for doing? Played fullback. Who'd have thunk, Who
2: thunk it?
0: I know, I know, I know, I know. It's very irritating. Uh, right, but on to Preston, where I couldn't get to, as I broke down on the way to the games, had to watch on my phone. Oh, Phil, that's terrible. Again, he seemed to wait till halftime to let the players know they were playing a championship team. Why did he not tell them before the game? So, a tale of two halves. Then the shambles of Middlesbrough, which plenty has been said to arrive at Fulham. Hang on, I've got that all wrong. Then the shambles of Middlesbrough, which plenty has been said to arrive at Fulham match, where the team played well, but again held on at the end as they couldn't score. So, then the win against a very poor Middlesbrough and a spirited game against Villa, then went back, as JK said, over 400 steps backwards at Anfield, although we could still have made a match of it with a decent referee. But over the games, the team selection is all over the place. As I said before, the reliance on Sterling. God, Poch actually said Sterling was playing consistently well. So he'll play every game at a peak of 7 out of 10, while others are dropped or held back if they don't excel in 20 minutes as a sub. Although, of course, subsequently he did drop Sterling for being a complete plum. Um, Although I know Mudrick has had poor games, uh, but how has he been treated? A good game against Palace, then dropped for Luton. 61 minutes against Preston, 27 minutes as a sub at Borough. Dropped against Fulham, 45 minutes against Borough, 13 minutes against Villa, and second half against Liverpool. So I think he, above all others, needs a consistent run, as I'm sure there's a player in there.
1: No, we're not sure anymore, are we? No, we're
0: not. And Poch, over the same time, Always play Sterling, however badly he plays. Look, I mean, just um, as a, as I mean, I I I feel that this is yeah. Oh, Actually, I might as well get to the end. So I do worry about the manager, although we can't risk changing again. So now we have to hope our home form continues tomorrow. And then I have the pleasure of going to Villa on Wednesday and hope we find a way to turn the away form round. which, of course, we did.
2: Uh, oh, then I'm, off to, yeah,
0: exactly. then I'm off to Armenia on Thursday to see my son at half term. So we'll be hoping to find some coverage of the Palace game, which will kick off at 12 midnight local time. Still, hope the Troubadour event goes well tomorrow after a resounding win. Well, that didn't work out, did it, Phil? But we had a great time in the Troubadour. Uh, Philip Rawlings. I mean, look, uh, two things I would say. One is um, that I think, I think, I think that I think there's some valid criticisms there. You know, uh, you know, you could argue that his treatment of Mudrich is a bit odd. The fact that he's kept Sterling in all the time is a bit odd. But Matson is an obvious one and playing other people out of position too. But I would say. I do think he has been hamstrung, no pun intended, by all the injuries that we've had. And I think over the last few games we've seen that, that that I think, you know, if I think most Chelsea supporters could now name their best side bar one or two players. So, you know, it's that back four at the moment, Petrovic and goal, that back four, Moises and Fernandez, Gallagher Palmer start, and then you know, Jackson looks good on the left. Sterling probably gets the nod in, ahead of Unkunku. You know, I think I think that's what we're seeing. And I think the, the trouble is he has been really flummoxed by injuries a lot of the time. The other thing that we we often say and have done in the past, JK, is that it's all right for us to bitch and moan about why he's not playing certain players, but none of us are privy to what he sees on the training pitch. And Poch, we know, we know this for a fact, goes very heavily on what he sees on the training pitch. And that's possibly why the likes of Nkunku, Lavia and Mudrick have not had the amount of minutes. I know that the, the the other two have been injured, but he was saying earlier on in the season that they're kind of wandering around like they deserve a place because of who they are, not what they're doing on the training pitch.
1: So maybe that has something to do with it. And vice versa. I think that uh, uh, players might get in if they play well in the, on the, um, the training pitch. I think Woodrick's an example and then um, plays 45 minutes of uh, abject uselessness. Um, and then uh, I think he's now beginning to think, well, they just don't. They're not doing it on the pitch. Perhaps I don't pay as much attention to them on the training field, or perhaps the others are playing better, or perhaps he's now going against his original philosophy and thinks, "Well, this lot are playing." You know the the pattern of them. They're getting used to each other. They're playing more as a team, which I think is what's been happening recently. We're seeing more of a a team ethic, a team performance. So, um, um, but I think what w- w- we've said in the recent fancasts, it's it's got so much better with having two proper wingers two pop sorry i should say two pro- proper fullbacks um to play to overlap and uh allows uh Dessazy uh to play in his proper position of center half and um uh and uh, both of them colwell as well because colwell hasn't been a fullback and i think we've been consequently slightly unfair on them uh, and i think they've done okay but they were having to make do because they had so many injuries to the uh to the proper players I, mean, I i'm intrigued to see that cocorella seems to have sort of just gone off the radar i think he's still returning to fitness but nonetheless i'm not convinced that we're going to see him again uh and, and i'm i'm afraid i'm pleased i'm sorry about that but interestingly the um the, there's been an article in the uh, the athletic about uh, malang sa who apparently is being treated yeah uh, awfully badly at the moment yeah By the club, who Uh, the club have come up with a theory, of course, that goes against the one that he's been telling everybody. That because he's saying that he's been just forced to to train with the uh, under 21s and he thought he was going off to Wren, and then the whole thing fell apart. Then he apparently asked for for kind of his contract to be paid up and then he, then he was quoted as saying no I just wanted to get away I didn't care about my contract I don't know what what's been going on there we we're hearing different views all the time aren't we well we day. don't
0: we don't know the truth that's for sure yeah, um yeah. but it it does confirm some of the suspic- suspicions I've had in other areas and football areas where this club or this current ownership do not treat people very well uh so it would fit in with that but the reality is we don't know we're not there no. Now, listen, far more important, far more important than the football. Uh, I have confirmation from Colin Tunner. Now, by the way, Colin, I think, has also received his Kerry Dixon banner, and he's posted the picture on X, so well done, Colin. Colin says, it's the wolf. That was, in fact, the, the name of the show. So I, I take it all back, Nathan. As always, I should know better by now never to question you, because you're always right.
1: Is it it's the wolf or it's a wolf? No, it's the wolf. It's the wolf. Okay.
0: Right, it's the Wooler followed the comic exploit. I love this. He's written this like a like a BBC review. It's the Wooler followed the comic exploits of a wolf named Mildew, who aspires to catch and eat a sure-footed lamb named Lamzy, but is always thwarted by the dog Bristlehound. So there we go. It's all coming back to me.
1: I don't know how I missed that because it sounds great. Oh, it's bound to be on YouTube. Uh, anyway, stop, be. stop watching
0: us, and then go and have a look. Uh, on YouTube for It's a Wolof. In fact, me and JK will do that in the break. Um, we may even come back playing that. Uh, I, I, I can be the Wolof, you can be Lambsy. Is that oh, right? Thank
1: you very much. Which one of us will be a bristlehound?
0: That's a very good question. I will choose I'll, a guest. I'll try
1: and play him as well. Oh, a guest could do that as well. Yeah, somebody, yeah. Could do somebody on Mixler could do that. Guess what? Uh, what?
0: Uh, we've got another uh, email from John Kirk. So two. So two, there are two hey. people who have both got two emails in the same part. This is unheard of. This just shows you how flaming long it's been since we've done it in off the post.
1: And he's watched the Wolves game, which was another disaster, of course. It's your, it's your email um, too, isn't it? Yes. So uh, let's so see. I was what, about um, to nick, as you probably uh, yeah. wisely noticed. Yeah, I noticed. That's why I started talking a bit more as well. Um, hey, gents, just an update to my last emails. We're currently 1-4 down to Wolves. Oh, just fuck off the lot of you. And I'm now going to uh, attempt to put it to, to, to a song, actually. Uh, fuck off, Bowley. Fuck off, Egg Barley. Fuck off, Clear Lake. Fuck off, Winstanley. Fuck off, Stewart. Fuck off, Bocchettino. Um, had enough. They fucking ruined this club. After 38 years, I can't believe what has been done to this club. I remember being sh- shite before. I remember it being shite before. But it's a whole different kettle of fish this time round best john now there is a man fed up fed well, that's, up with that's team. how i felt after walls i agree you and me both we all did yeah. we we were fuming, we fuming. Were fuming. We were but once again sorry because of hindsight um uh there's been a little bit of improvement so uh yes uh, good, but uh, well, you know, lovely, John. Thank you for uh, thank you for voicing that disquiet because I love it. Thank you, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely right. Uh, last email for this part is from James Yu. Oh, hello, you. gentlemen. Uh, how are you? In fact, uh, hello, gentlemen. If the owners are going to insist on keeping Poch, they have to sack Potch's backroom staff. They're either blind yes men or just stupid. There's been a constant lack of cohesion. Players out of position, running into each other, and the passing has been either too direct. Or to no one, resulting in easy pickings for the opposition, transitional play resulting in goals. This team is as sloppy as hell. In my opinion, the entire mess is all on coaching. Almost eight months have passed and there's been no improvement in the team. Excuse me. There are better be big changes for this upcoming summer or Chelsea will be languishing in mid-table forever and facing constant point deduction threats due to PSR rules and Cobham graduates being sold to the highest bidder like some black market auction house. <laughs> in 10 years, Boley & Co. will be selling Chelsea for pennies on the dollar. Fuck sakes, James. James, I love you. That's as moany and bitchy and ranty as almost I can be, and that's that. That's no. That's does no mean feat. Who knows, mate? Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I, 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 this is a constant conflict. I think for so many Chelsea supporters, is it the manager or is it the players? Is it the chicken or is it the egg? And I, and I, 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 I I'm a, I'm a therapist. I don't have an answer for this at all. Um, I've got to be honest with you. I, I will. <laughs> You know, and I think this just depends on what kind of a person you are. For me, I, I always blame the players. <laughs> Other people will always blame the manager. I just think that 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 some football players are basically fucking stupid, and you can tell them and tell them and tell them and tell them until you're blue in the face, and they still don't fucking do it on the pitch. You know, and I, I don't know. maybe I'm I'm being unfair and uh, to human beings, but I don't know. What do you think, J.K.?
1: Oh, change, I you know i mean uh, it, being chelsea we might just win it at the weekend and we might just you know beat leeds and then end up end up winning the fa cup this season and so it becomes a very different season doesn't it having said that we might suddenly go on a run be relegated so uh i mean who knows who knows this season we uh, this this is like a little this this is this is a a, a bit of the the season in aspic isn't it caught in aspic when we were completely shite whereas suddenly we've got less shite in the past few weeks so uh this could all happen i agree with you james all of it could happen and yet you know it might just not so we might get into europe by into the europe conference by the scruff of our necks at the very end of the season i mean i uh, I'm, as I say I'm seeing light at the end of the tunnel. It's a dim light at the moment. it's a, a dim gray light with you know speckles of green in it and and a bit puce colored but nonetheless we're still seeing some of it. so you know let's 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 hope that it becomes blaring and uh, and blinds us blinded by the light. Was it what it, what was the next line of that? Ching, chacked Bly up like did deuce, by the line, another another lover in the night. Was it? used the lover, the yeah, but yeah.
0: Was it the Rolling Stones or something?
1: No, it was some um, Man for Man's Earth band. But I it was know, also it was a I'm it joking. was a where well, you were it was a Bruce Springsteen song.
0: Yes, it was. It was indeed. I, yeah. That I also knew. You'd be yeah. surprised to know. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, okay, right. That's pretty much it for part one. Uh, apart from this, a uh, couple of pluggeroonies. Do you want a copy of that? Yes, this. This God,
1: you can hold it up, can't you? Amazing. What am
0: I talking about? For those of you listening in black and white, I am holding up a copy of Ye old CFC UK fanzine. Uh, This one has got the absolute legend talking to music, uh, Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols uh, on there. Uh, This is January's copy. But if you want that, a copy just like this. Whoops. Oh, that's a bit weird. It disappeared. there. There you go. Uh, all you have to do is rock up to the CFC UK stall uh, opposite Fulham Broadway on a match day or get it from one of the vendors who will be shouting, hurry up, it's only a pound uh, along Fulham Road on a match day for a pound. Indeed, only a pound. Uh, If you can't be at a match, and Dave sells them at the away games as well, there is another way to do it and that is to subscribe annually to CFC UK by emailing fanzine at cfcuk.net. It's 20 quid in Europe, 45 quid, uh, sorry 20 quid in the uk 45 quid in europe 60 quid in the rest of the world uh you can also get if you prefer a digital copy a pdf emailed to you once a month and that will cost you 6 quid for a year or a pound each you can pay via paypal and uh, as always uh we mentioned the chelsea pitch owners if you want to own a bit of chelsea properly you uh, you get to own the club how lovely is this uh get yourself a cpo share which means you'll have a share of the freehold of the stadium which of course protects it from being sold To a property developer or some such in the future, Uh, i.e. we stay playing football at Stamford Bridge, our spiritual home forever. Shares are priced between 110 quid for an electronic share, up to about 175 quid for a signed uh, chair by a player. Uh, So there you go. Go to ChelseaFC.com and search for Chelsea Pitch Owners. Now, we will be back after a very short break. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? follow online commentary listen to the radio let's face it it's not the same as actually watching the match live is it nordvpn have the solution to every football supporters match day problems when they can't watch the match live nordvpn allows us to watch any match even if it's not on live tv here with just one click they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash chelsea fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Okay, um, form back captain mannering mode. Uh, guess the deliberate mistake, JK. You forgot to record it. No, I played the wrong
1: sting. Oh, yeah, you, you know, played the you played the opening titles. I know, I know,
0: but I think we're allowed. By the way, hello, everybody. We're back. Uh, I'm Stanford Chidge. He down there is Jonathan Kidd. Uh, hello. We are, hello. We are the Chelsea Fancast, and this is In Off The Post, our occasional show where we read out the genius-like emails sent in by our wonderful, beautiful listeners. So there you go. You 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 seem pu- you on the verge of saying something, J.K. Well, I was
1: going to say I wanted to go and get a cup of tea, but I can't clearly, can I? Because we've gone live
0: again. Hey? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Well, I know. Yeah,
1: sorry. Not only God. did we play the wrong music, but we didn't even say we're going to take a two minute break. I know. A quick cup know. of tea, and a banana. Well, I could just. I do you want to make a cup of tea? No, no, no. We can get on. I just like I like having a just I could keep playing that sting. Moistened moisten set of back. pipes. I okay. can keep playing that sting. No, to you, no, no. no let, let's let's carry on. And if I get parched halfway through, I'll just say, "I've got to go and have a wazjich," and you'll just have to accept it. Actually, uh, I might go when you're doing one of the, reading one of them. How about that? Well, you could do,
2: which would yeah. be a bit rude. It but...
1: would be very rude, and, it, and people will say, "Where's he gone?" Well, I could pretend I've ducked down to tie my shoelaces, or something yeah. like that. Or you could you, know. you could you could
0: do it while you're reading one of the ones you're supposed to read. That would be even more rude.
1: Uh, That would be practically impossible, wouldn't it? How would I be in still on camera? I'd have to shout it from the other room. Yeah. That that wouldn't (laughs) work. Anyway, the
0: honor, as always, uh, befalls to you first.
1: It's from Tate Osborne.
0: Ah, The Tate, the Tate Osborne. I'm
1: so sorry. The Tate, the Tate, the, 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 it's Tate. Whatever Uh, you do, don't call him little man Tate. Oh, very good. Was that Dustin Hoffman, wasn't it? Yeah, clever. By the way, clever. can
0: you hear me just as well without the mic?
1: I can hear you, but not just as well.
0: So I'm I, I'm I'm a bit low level and shit.
1: You're low level. Wouldn't say shit. Jig. Never shit.
0: I kind of need the mic, really, don't I?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same way that I think, am I louder if I do that?
0: No, you're. Per- you you sound perfect.
1: I I sound much better now. Rich. Uh, yeah, you sound food. sexier actually. You've got Chocolatey. more of a sexy. Sexy. Yeah, sexy voice now.
0: So basically, you, they either get the sexy voice. Yeah. Okay. Without the sexy
1: face. Yeah. Or they
0: get the sexy face. Without
1: the sexy voice. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You choose. We'll run a poll later. It's true. And I'm at an angle, so you can actually my mic's next to me, so you do get to see the visage, but you get to see the uh, you get to see the bad eye, unfortunately. The eye yeah. infection. This oh, is the trouble. And the and the uh, the slightly dodgy moustache and the uh, the unshaven bits. And I've you... got a hat on because I'm cold, no, everybody. You're, you're I'm not cold. helping
0: yourself because you are very you know, you're 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 in what we used to call in the trade. You're in a you're in a a big close-up. I'm
1: in a BCU. BCU. I'm in an enormous BCU. Yeah. What? Yeah. No,
0: there's another one. Well, there's one up from a BCU, isn't there? Is it a BCU. <laughs> That's like. Uh, have you ever heard the expression? You might you might have heard of this because you've done enough adverts. They. When I was making commercials a long time ago, who are? Uh, that we used to have an expression. We used to call them uh, a certain type of ad- advert. A two CK. Do you know what two CK is?
1: Ck too, too too close for comfort. No, no.
0: put I'll put, put it this way: the C is Gareth. Yes. So two Gareths in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> we used to call them that. So you know those kind of classic ads like Purcell Automatic. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or even yes, yeah. or even Fairy. But yeah, there, so if you see, they've even or got or the corn same. Cornflakes
0: corn would be one. Oh mate, that's a two Ck ad.
1: The uh, the fairy one now they've got a small boy talking about making waiting to see when the fairy bottle would be ready because he's been waiting for uh, ages and ages to cut the top off to make it into a rocket and may i say that that i'm old enough to remember that same commercial from forty years ago. Exactly yeah. the same thing with little a little boy. Any farthing instead? He wanted. To no, make they, so he, he was in black and white with a with a small cap baker's boy cap. Is he really? And he was thinking like that because? he really? His, his it was probably wanted. me when, you when I was a when you were little. That's absolutely no, no, he was a right. nipper, not when I mean, when a when nipper. Were, I'm so sorry. When you were a nipper, that's you right. shut your mouth, mush. <laughs> shut your mouth, mush. Shut your mush mouth, surely. Shut your mush mush.
0: No, but mush doesn't mean mouth down here. What does it mean? I can't, I can't repeat. It's probably like another euphemism for Gareth. Is he our soul?
1: It could be. It might be. Shut your arsehole, mush. mush. No, no, that wouldn't work, would it? Anyway. All right. Uh, Tate, Tate. Where were we? Tate, 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 Tate Osborne. It says, and Tidge, JK, and potential guest. Tate, it's in off the post. It's just us two. No potential guest. He's hedging his bets, mate. He's allowed to do that. Well, just in case somebody else comes in for the hell of it. You never know.
0: You never know. We might. You might do that, yeah. Occasionally we have.
1: Yeah. we've well, rarely ever been off the post rarely. occasionally
0: we've done it in the show when there's been absolutely bugger all to talk. Oh, that's about.
1: true that's true we yeah, there's been nothing to talk about so we've done it. it's it been on a, a day when when there hasn't been anything happening the following week you're right you're absolutely right anyway um uh he says uh i've had a few fleeting thoughts like late- no he has i've had a few fleeting thoughts lately i thought i'd mm. chop them down uh they might sound crazy let's hope for one logical point we'll see okay sock it to us tate uh the first one might be the most bonkers. It's a pretty raw idea. So forgive me if it's not foolproof. We all know how atrocious the refereeing is. Right. And how useless VAR is. Right. I think one of the main issues with VAR is they aren't in the heat of the moment. Hmm. They're isolated in a closet out in Stockley Park with screens everywhere. They're watching the game from every angle in slow motion and over-analyzing everything. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, because I tend to watch these things and think it's a penalty. Uh, that's what happens in my head. I watch them on the box. and I think that's a penalty immediately. And then they spend ages looking at it. you think, yeah, it's a penalty. It's definitely a penalty. And then it's been ages and ages. then you're thinking it was a penalty when I looked at it about six minutes ago. How the fuck is it taking them so long to see that it's that it's a penalty? What's the matter with them? And then they don't give it as a penalty. And you think, what on earth? How did they miss that? Or they give it as a penalty, which is even worse because you think, well, why didn't they get it the first time? Anyway, they're taking their sweet time out of the spotlight with no pressure from the fans, players or coaches. I would disagree with you. I think they're absolutely shitting themselves that it's taking them so long to do it. And that's one of the problems. They go, I don't know what to do. I've got to make a decision. And the other thing you have to remember is they're not very, they're not. They're not the sharpest tools in the box. Let's be honest about this. They're not. We're not looking at, you know, we're not looking at at, 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 at computer speedy brains going on there. We're looking at people going, oh, hang on, if I remember rightly. Actually, I'm, I'm being terrible on PC. I can't do that. I'll stop. I, ignore. Rewind. Um, uh, they're taking their sweet time out of the spotlight with no pressure from the fans, players or coaches. Now, I think there is pressure on them, Most The fans have no idea what's going on. That is dreadful. I agree. After five or more minutes, they double check what colour shirts each player is wearing. I agree. Give the decision to the red one. I agree with that as well. My idea is, what if instead of one main referee, we have two main refs? Double the trouble. I think they've tried this. This is the trouble, you see. They've tried this before. Double the trouble. Imagine the baldest Gareth and Tierney and Taylor refing a Chelsea game together. Well, they'd probably row, though, wouldn't they? They'd probably want to be the, the biggest ego. So it, I'm not sure that would work. They think they tried two refs, um, I think they tried a hell of a lot of of, uh, of officials in the 30s. I could be wrong. Does does uh, Nathan know about this? Nathan, do you remember when they did this? Because they definitely had they have one ref in each each half. I'm not sure it um it it ended well. Anyway. Back to the email fucking hell we'd be better off forfeiting before kickoff at least we'd spare a few injuries i can already imagine how much jk is cringing at the thought of seeing the two bald twins plodding around the center circle on a serious note what you see it wouldn't be plodding around the center circle it would be in each half you see sorry to be pedantic anyway on a serious note what if there were two referees on the pitch with equal authority The closest referee gives the call. And for the critical decisions, penalties, red cards, etc., they both have to agree. But then, uh, yeah, if they both agree, the decision is given. If they disagree, then VAR comes in. The trouble is they'd, they'd both get it wrong, wouldn't they, on the pitch? And they both say demand that what their decision was the correct one. They'd actually, I, see, I still don't get this because they're so egotistical. They would have to be correct. Taylor would be the one who had to be correct. Unless, of course, as you say, they're they're part of the same club and he's a mate. So perhaps they would, they do after you, Claude. No, no, you make the decision. No, 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 you make it. Anyway, um, I just feel as though an extra set of eyes who's seeing the play from a different angle also feels the atmosphere and pressures of the match wouldn't be a bad thing. It also adds accountability. But what they're trying to do at the moment, you see, is to uh, is to allow the referee to uh they, they're trying to reward the on-field decision that's why they're not giving as many because if the referee makes a decision and they think okay it's it's 50 50 he might be right they do what the referee says and frequently they then don't look at another angle because they think well that angle looked all right and frequently the referee no matter how close he is has got it wrong as we've discovered on several occasions when penalties have been given so. Um, I i i don't think that works either, I'm afraid. Um, anyway, it also adds... I'm sorry, I keep interrupting your flow, but it also adds accountability. For example, if there were two referees on the pitch at Anfield last week, both waved off and Kunku's penalty, then it would basically confirm corruption, <laughs> given how stonewall it was. Yes, I would agree with that, because he was absolutely fouled. It was ridiculous that... Um, VAR never gave it. He was just stepped on. You could argue two referees already did wave that on, though, since Journey did. Whoever the hopeless referee on VAR was did as well, absolutely. Having two referees on the pitch would eliminate this clear and obvious error uh, bullshit, as each ref would give it as they see it live in the moment. Uh, if there's a disagreement between the two, VAR can then choose the correct outcome without considering whether the referee's original call is a clear and obvious area. But then what would happen if Both of them got it wrong. Would VAR still intervene or would they say, well, the referees are both agreed. Um, So what do we do? Are we allowed to come in and say, no, you both got it wrong? Because I'm afraid I think that they both would get it wrong because they'd both look at it from um, you kind of both of them running around the pitch because it would be too many officials on the pitch. But if uh, one was in one half, he couldn't see it. See, The the thing is, what's getting in the way here. um, I'm sorry to flag this up, but they have got uh, other officials with them the linesman the assistant referee who apparently don't seem to have make any any difference nowadays they don't they don't have a view because the number of times the other day um i think Tierney gave i think it was that very one is the surely the linesman could have seen through and seen that he was stepped to nukunku was stepped upon he wasn't even consulted he didn't even say i saw it he surely must have seen it and i think they're so worried linesman about um uh offside that they they they're almost not consulted anymore or, or they're they're afraid of getting it wrong and i think there's a lot of fear with the refs that's why they they the strutting idiot who makes all the decisions is tends to be um believed but they have got this thing at the moment that they, they go with the referees on screen decision if they don't think it's been too much of an error um so You know, you're stuffed, really, because what you would love to have is the VAR ref saying, I'm sorry, you've absolutely got it wrong. You have to look at the monitor, which happens, obviously, from time to time. But even then, the ref has the final word, which I suppose is fair enough. But when it's so obvious, you just think, oh, bloody hell. Um, uh, Why can't he just say, yes, all right, you think it's a penalty. I'll give the penalty because the bloke's a ref at the other end anyway. Uh, where were we? I do believe this would make the mysterious VAR reviews, fewer and far between, would improve the quality of the refereeing. They have to hold each other accountable. They both experience the incident game speed in the stadium. As it turns out, ice hockey in the States has multiple referees. Well, absolutely, that I agree. Absolutely. They can't agree on a call. Decision is de- deferred to the video reviewers, as does American football. Um, each team also gets one challenge per game as well which i think would be a nice addition in football to further reduce VAR's ever-present unwanted impact talk about the americanization of football but i agree as well you i think a challenge should be fine i also think they should implement the uh, the sin bin aspect for dissent um i think they should have sin bins i think it would it it would work it works in rugby um i don't understand why they're so slow to implement these things um uh, I think even Poch, when asked the other day about Sinbin, said, oh, well, what would happen if the goalkeeper got Sinbin? Well, it's pretty obvious. You just bring on a sub-goalkeeper for that period and one of the outfield players goes off. I don't see why that's a problem. Anyway, uh, let's move on to strikers. Broyer has gone on loan. I agree with what was said on the previous podcast. Loaning Broyer seems like a desperate attempt to squeeze more money out of him. Well, it might actually... The trouble is that he can't get into the Fulham side because that chap, um, what is it, Muniz, is... Um, is scored four out of five, suddenly become good. Um, anyway, he wouldn't get. I was hoping he would go to Fulham and actually get some game time, and it might relax him, it might make him more confident because he's been looking so. Uh, um, uh, I think it was expressed earlier on little boy lost, does not he? Um, he wouldn't get many minutes behind Jackson and Kunku. Now, I think, I think that's um, one of the reasons that he was loaned out i think once jackson came back so his sexy pure profit value would diminish if it is true his price would go up if he can find some form at fulham maybe we'll get 40 mil for him in the summer i don't mind this move as he's definitely not chelsea standard no he's not that said what are our standards these days yes it's a pretty low bar but you hope surely they could see that he he doesn't come up to the his standard when he was at bournemouth when he was playing well was i think he had great potential he needs to refine that somewhere The problem lies with the fact we didn't bring someone in to replace him in the squad. Jackson and Kunku and Washington are our options. I find it amusing Poch considers Washington as an option in the press conferences when he's probably amassed less than an hour of football all season. Uh, Ironically, we recalled Datro Fofano from Union. Berlin didn't work out for him there. Clearly, when we saw him briefly last season, he definitely had a little bit about him. Gone to Burnley after two sub-appearances, he's clocked him with a lovely assist at the Etihad and a brace to rescue a point versus Fulham surely he would have been a better option in our squad than washington but i think what we've seen over the last few weeks is that he's not actually um uh he, he hasn't been playing with a with a, a striker he's been playing with um uh palmer and sterling and, uh, and a, another winger um Medueke or um whoever whoever Chidge. who's he been playing with the other one um uh i don't know been? i'm
0: suffering from dementia Oh, you yeah. So we've already <laughs> discovered tonight.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to strikers, bro. Oh, we've done that bit already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're having a laugh. Oh, sorry, oh, I, I, sorry, I, mate. I, that's
1: poor. Very, very poor. poor. Yeah. It's probably worth make mentioning. Benzema was available to acquire on loan as well, but there was a theory he didn't want to come to us, wasn't there? Do you remember that? Somebody yeah. said no, he, he didn't want yeah. to come. He thought we were too not good enough. The Abramovich Chelsea would not have passed up the opportunity to get someone like Benzema in Ballon d'Or winner, a 350-plus career goals, five Champions Leagues. He's the definition of Galactico. Our current squad profile is crying out for someone like him. Clearly, I'm gutted we missed out. His wages were apparently a big reason why he didn't end up leaving the Middle East. But I think all these so-called brilliant accountants at our club could have figured something out. I'm adding, I'm adding this section. There's more. This is the longest email in the world. I'm adding this section after the dismal 4-1 defeat to Wolves. Think it's time to question Pochettino. Still bottom half, negative goal difference. We currently have one less point than we did at this stage last season. Can't name a player who's improved. All have either got worse or stayed the same. I'm not saying this mess is entirely his fault. It most certainly isn't, but he should be doing better. Just like Potter, we're willing to give him time until we realize we weren't making progress. I don't see any progress. Pochettino has made I don't see any progress Pochettino's made either. His press conferences are ridden with excuses, much like Potter's were. I'm not defending Potter here but he didn't have the brilliance of Cole Palmer to rely on like Poch does. If we're not careful. Our only top-class footballers like Palmer and Kunku will be chatting with their agents this summer. Sharp at Wembley and beat Vermin, or I want to see him packing his bags. I don't see us getting eighth, therefore, Conference League, so if we lose the final, we won't have European football again. He's just said in his post-match press conference, God, this is, this is detailed, that he's not good enough. How can you say that as a manager and expect the players to believe in you? Even Bell Silva has been tweeting during the match, calling for him to go. It's time to change. If you wait any longer, it'll be too late. Time to change. If you wait any longer, it'll be too late. She obviously talks to Thiago about Chelsea (laughs) and the current situation. So I can't imagine she would say that if Thiago was fond of Poch and saw a promising future under him. Maybe he's beginning to lose the dressing room. When we were linked with Potch at the end of last season, it's there's only a little bit more to go, everybody. Okay. When we were linked with Potch at the end of last season, I remember saying this is, this in an email to you. And Potch, well, no thanks. Bottle job in my eyes. We've seen under Potter that coaches have a level. Potch isn't Chelsea standard for me. Has never excited me. Not to mention his surname begins with P. Oh, of course. So foolish of us. We've only ever had two managers with a P surname. These two managers have the lowest win percentage in club history. Ian Porterfield with 31%. Graham Potter with 29.4%. So, no, Podge, please. Since his appointment, I've tried to warm to him and support him, of course. I've now lost faith. What I initially said is proving true. Well, yes, and not at the moment. Not at the moment, actually. Um... Uh, things are looking pretty bleak for the final in a couple of weeks at this rate, but suddenly it's turned around. What if we hired Mourinho as a one-game contract? <laughs> I have a feeling a Mourinho's ego would accept it, probably win somehow. My dad even jet- suggested, ditch the Spurs guy and bring in the Chelsea man for the final. Thanks, as always, for the pod. Cheers. Oh, tiago Silva. Oh, Tiago Silva. That's written. On the page, by the way,
0: because Tate looks like Thiago Silver,
1: if you recall. Of course, I remember that well. He does. Yes. indeed, indeed he does. Um, Tate, very good. I'm sorry that I spent ages farting about with the idea of the two men, but two referees. Because uh has some um, Nathan come in with a with a view? Uh, they've all gone home, mate. They got bored of you. They got bored about, a, I, about I, an hour I, and a half. I to did. Read I'm you well. so sorry. Yeah, I was a bit tedious with it. I do apologise, but it it piqued my interest. That I was piqued by it. You know. P-I-Q-U-E-D, you know that expression, peaked. Yes, as in
0: Nelson Piquet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, since so we're on a Brazilian theme.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nelson Piquet, Chidge, yeah. Uh,
0: nobody yeah. peaked quite like Nelson <laughs> Piquet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, dear. It's, it's the worst thing ever to laugh at your own jokes. It's something I do far too much of. But anyway, No,
1: Chidge, never. Never.
0: I'm a funny guy. What can I say?
1: Ah, uh, Chidge, well done.
0: No, well read, mate. Uh, Tate, I hope you're well, mate. Lovely to hear from you. I don't agree with everything you say there. I mean, but it's kind of, we we talked about that a minute ago. I think some of us will blame the manager. Some of us will blame the players. Some of us will blame the owners. Some of them will blame everybody. It, You know, everybody's different. I I err on the side of the players being tits. You blame the manager, which is fair enough. Right. This is from an old mate of ours, Mr. JP McCrate. JP, your name sounds like you should be a horse trainer. You know, JP JP McManus, I think, wasn't it? uh, One of the famous horse trainers. Anyway, greeting gents. It's the Monday after the dismal Chelsea v. The Wolves savaging us at our fortress. My emotions are high and I am in... Excuse me. And I'm in dire need of Chelsea fan cast therapy, which God willing we will all get to dissolve into our brain matter this evening or through the week in a podcast. This email is an address is is addressing uh, this hopeless board and current feelings after a fair amount of time running our club. I felt ever since this appointment that it wasn't right, but we were bullied into this path only because of Roman's dismissal and being a clear target of vilification that lapped into our emotions of a war that no one asked for. You only won by default of bidding. The hard work was to convince us fans that you were worthy advocates after this period. I'm stating that you have failed and you are now the enemy of my, our club. Uh, contract handling, a failure. How on earth you felt that buying so many promising youth at high amounts of stupidity, sorry, stupidly over-the-top extensions was pathetic strategic move not only are there clearly a lot of lack of any ability to get these signings playing well madrick get rid as well as this you've removed all the experience from a squad that had champions league winners and premier league experience how stupidly naive was this you're telling me you didn't have any possible skills to keep even mason mount well they got him out mate this guy loved the club and for all the money you threw away, you couldn't even convince him. Was Mudric worth the money? That's just one of an endless mess of players you brought that has failed. I'll be generous. I'll give you Palmer. This again shows you are not worthy of running our club and the enemy. I tire of you. Uh, managers. Your stupid attempts at uh, losing a world-class manager for the serial mid-table one Potter. We gave it a chance and I was prepared to see it through. But in the end, a foolish move. It was clear to see he wasn't an elite coach. And then came Frank. A Teptonic candy. I like that. Uh, Only because the fans turned on you. Frankly, a worse mess because it only highlighted you made a mess of our club by trying to force us uh, to force this change. As well as this, the news of your interferences and attention seeking meetings are again failing. Or a failing. I apologize. You've now put another manager in there. To be fair, I quite like this one, but evidently he's inherited a squad of failings and not something of his choosing. He took the job because it was it, because it paid and gave him a project to come back to the best league in the world. Tell me, has Emma Hayes suffered? Nope. Why? Because she kept what she wanted and what was working. And now she's off at the end of the summer uh, or the beginning of the summer, J, JP. Anyway, staff, you appoint, uh, your appointment of mid-table directors. If you wanted Brighton, then you should have bought that one. You've erased all previous success and stamped your own into it. Well, I haven't had any success yet. Can you tell me how this is working out to be a great appointment? Name me one player that's been appointed. Uh, again, uh, I'll discount Palmer for you. Uh, it's been uh, that the, There's been a worthy stamp of saying this has been a good appointment. Performance, you put us into a spiral and we're lucky not to be relegated uh, this first time. Uh, and again, here we are wondering, will we make it? You've left a manager to always explain himself to the players, feed us pathetic photos of training and videos of all of this dreadful fake display of unity and great ability to put a ball away. And yet week in, week out, we have a bipolar team of stuttering displays. I would think it would uh, go a long way to your loyal supporter base to show them your failings. Uh, Not that you would ever and help us understand the project and what you're doing. You behave in a way that suggests the clubs had it wrong all along. Or well, guess what? You're doing it worse than they ever did. Where is the progression? Because we're not seeing it. Uh, fans, you've made a fatal mistake of thinking we'll be loyal and understanding. This isn't Torres. This is our club, and you're just deputising for us. Remember that. You're playing the wrong game in underestimating us. I want you out of our club. We're tired of this performance. Get on your wagon and remove yourselves. And please, fan, um, and please, fans, supporters, now is not the time to think so shallow of Poch. Yes. He has accountability, but there is a much deeper rooted problem at play here, and it's not at all, uh, sorry, not at his level this all falls into. Warm regards to my blue brothers and sisters. JP, I, I can sense that you're angry.
1: Can you sense that, JK? Whew. steaming out of your ears, Chidge, when you're reading it.
0: fuming spuming. Spuming.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: me. Don't blame De- him, mate. I felt much the same after the Woolov's debacle. Oh, yeah. by the way, breaking news. Ready? Ready for some breaking news? Yeah. Blinded by the light, revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night.
1: I never understood. Blinded by the light. I never I never got that from the... Tell um, me, tell me the what Manfred, this is all about. Manfred okay? Man singer. You, yeah.
0: you're, you're a man of the 60s. I don't understand this. Madman yeah. drummers, bummers, Indians in the summer with a teenage diplomat, in the dumps with the mumps, as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat.
1: Yes, it, it's just um, rhyming. Did they take too much acid in the sixties or something? No, I just think you just stick anything you wanted down. You know, you think what the um, in the in the dumps in the where the mumps you know uh, pumps into his hat. You know, I mean, it's just it's, it's just rhyming, gibberish, isn't mate. It? It is, it gibberish. always was gibberish, but lots of that stuff was. But people are always going, hey did you hear what he said, man? Wow, that's yeah. really significant stuff. Hey, you know, can I can I analyze where he goes? Oh, he's in the dumps, he's read really down in the dumps, he had pumps. Well, he's obviously he's masturbating into his hat. I mean, man, it's just you know, <laughs> I that's so cool. that. you know, it's it's good. it's got it. it really means something, you know, it's real real good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but yes, once again, you know, JP. You see the trouble is you know we we're, we're such fickle bastards aren't we because they played a bit better let's do you really feel about that now do you feel the same now since they played a bit better since they drew with city? city do we do we really feel that way now by the way um 1894 they had two um uh they had two umpires and the referee was on the side and if the two umpires couldn't agree because they'd be standing on the pitch both sides they'd speak to the referee who would make a decision they have a little conference so um
0: Conflab.
1: yeah but they didn't have linesmen, so perhaps they you know were replaced by that but it's interesting to see how the uh and in 1971 they attempted to have two referees for a game and it didn't work um so there we have it um this is from joseph wicking hi chidge jk and guests <laughs> there are no guests why you put guests joseph they're not guests it's shit on me
2: <laughs>
1: uh long time listener first time emailer well it better be a good one I'm currently listening to Emma Hayes' audiobook, Kill the Unicorn, which is a part our autobiography, part her outlining her leadership stroke management philosophy. I highly recommend it to any Chelsea fan. Thanks, Joseph. Is it an advert for that? Oh no, there's more. Um, anyway, with all the talk of Poch getting the sack after two horrible defeats, it's got me thinking if the club missed an opportunity in not seriously considering her for the men men's team head coach role. Yeah. On top of being a hugely successful manager, the other thing she is going for is she understands the club's winning culture better than any other potential candidate out there. I know people will point out that she's no experience in the men's game. It's not hard to think a successful, experienced manager. She's been coaching since twenty since two thousand and two will be able to adapt. It's a bit of a moot point now that she's off to coach the USWNT. But as has been pointed out on this show many times, none of the other potential candidates out there look like they're going to be any better. Uh, any better than Potter or Poch? Be any better, Potter or Poch? Be any better? I can't understand that. Any any better, Potch. Poch? Um, I would appreciate it. Would be a risk. Realistically, we're a mid-table club these days, with occasional bouts of near relegation form. I'd agree with that. How much of a risk could it really be? At least with her, we would have someone that gets the club rather than someone who still talks about his time managing Spurs as weeds. You, you're right, mate. Harsh, he is right. Harsh, but He's fair. right, though. He does. Yeah, he does do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Keep the blue flag flying high. Keep up the excellent work, Joe. Um, yeah. I, 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 the trouble is that I, we're still not living in a world in football of, of equal opportunities. And I I don't think um, some of the players would, would take us seriously, I'm afraid.
0: Well, I mean, they don't take off the managers. We do hire seriously,
1: seriously. So, yeah, why would they take? Uh, why would they take her seriously? That's interesting. And I think, uh, more I think about it, I always think I think Potcher's had difficulty with some of the players in that. Uh, I think the culture was created at Chelsea that people just um, realised they were being paid an enormous amount of money and didn't actually make any effort. And I think he's been having to drive that out of them. And I actually think we're now getting to a stage where. Um, He's, there is slightly more of a team ethic. And I think he's been attempting to get that uh, in place. Not that that says that that, that Emma should be, um, wouldn't be any better, but yeah, she's, she's top, top person. I just don't think it's the era. We're not mm-hmm. quite there yet with it. I think no. give us another 30 years. And I think it might be the case if you get people who are uh, given opportunities to do so and do well, but it, it'll just, it, you know, it, it, Change is so difficult like that. They're so conservative in football. Small C. Small C. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't add anything to that, J.K. I think you're you're spot on, mate. Now, this is another. uh, This is an email that kind of uh, goes into the uh, category of just a complete dick. Okay no chitch. yeah no it, this is I, I i deserve uh i deserve everything that's about to come up well, i think it's a little bit of trouble with my microphone for some reason anyway whatever sort of fiddling about uh right this is from joe sinclair i don't even know if he wants me to read this out actually so i'm kind of you know i'm a bit i'm a bit perplexed oh chitch, but we'll see anyway joe if i wasn't meant to read this out i'm really sorry you've just put yourself on, oh he's blowing his nose um He's found the mute button. I didn't even know we had a mute
1: button. Oh, yes. Always look yeah. for the mute button. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Joe Sinclair. Oh, hi. Button. D- Sorry. I just did it again as a joke. Yeah, hi,
0: yeah, Chidge. Yeah. Hi, Chidge. Hi, Chidge. Just a quick note to say thanks for all you do and all the wonderful Troubadour gigs. We turned up early to one not so, not too long ago. Me and my dad sat for some pre-podcast free, free food and drinks. Dad's lived an adventurous life and lived in South America for a long spell but has always yearned for a deeper connection with the Chelsea Suddenly, Paul Canneville turns up ready for the show and we were the only ones there. He sat down <clears throat> and had a pint with us. It was a surreal and exhilarating experience. My abiding feeling was how proud I was that he had not only found his place within the Chelsea community, but he was also now fraternising with people and people such as yourself, JK and ex-players, apparently. Anyway, that's not what I'm writing about. I'm here to correct a minor misunderstanding. Dad's name is Rob, as in Robert, not Robin. He hadn't heard you properly all of this time and hadn't realised you were saying the wrong name. I thought you'd. I'd better let you know. Love you guys, and thanks for making my dad happy, Joe Sinclair. I, Joe, I, I, I read that, and I was absolutely mortified. I have a, I have an unerring, terrible habit of calling people the wrong, the wrong name, don't I, Bill? Jim, you call me, surely. That's right. No, I do. I'm terrible. I'm, I, and I feel awful. And I love Rob. I, I, I absolutely love. I mean, you, you talk about Rob being very happy. He's got to meet us. I, I can't tell you how happy I, I was to, you know, make the connection with Rob. And I think it was, it was mainly through the Troubadour gigs, and then he, he's turned up, as you know, Joe, because I met you and, and your dad in the cock not long ago, had a quick chat, chat and a pint, and uh, he's often got his boat moored in Southampton, and he very kindly offered, uh, I mean, we, we just didn't, the timing just didn't work out, but I was planning to go down and spend a day with him on his boat down there and have a few uh, drinkies. Um, and, of course, Rob, he, turned, he pitched up to my place. Now, people who were on the last sleepout, well, I shouldn't really say this on air, but it's kind of too late now uh <clears throat> the last okay well, should i say this i don't know okay. No. well I, I just have to be kind, kind of diplomatic about how i put it the last sleep out rob gave us uh an entire tray of oranges you know proper oranges they may or may not have been doctored with vodka that's all i'm saying but it was a wonderful thought and he was lovely so i'm very very fond of your dad and rob if you're listening and joe if you're listening um, I'm 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 really sorry if uh, if I offended you uh, by by getting your name wrong, and uh, I I I now uh, you know thanks to Joe uh, I'm very uh, I, I, well I, I feel terrible J.K. I really do oh, JK. J.K.'s shaking his head at me you're not you're making
1: it worse mate change. this is just desperate
0: I know but oh, I know I, I do I do honestly I mean I'm not putting this on I, I feel I feel terrible for doing that I really do you know geez. he's a lovely guy Rob Robin. Robert.
1: Ah, just testing.
0: Just yeah, testing. okay. No, I've uh, once once corrected, never forgotten, mate. I tell you, Robert. So there we go. To, uh, I will do better. I will do better, Joe. But hopefully, I'll see you and your dad in the cock for a game sometime soon. Actually, and uh, at the Troubadour when we do do the next one. It's always lovely to see you both. Anyway, I think we should move on, J.K. Before oh, I, you know, geez. decide to leave. Okay, mate.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Sorry, I've brought it all down, haven't I? Absolutely. I know, I know.
1: I it's great
0: email, the next one I though. I might You'll get like this. Get a
1: cup of tea, actually.
0: No, no, you can't get a cup no, of tea. You got no. an email to read out.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. Um, this is from uh, Michael Gibbon. Good old Michael Gibbon. Dear Chidge and J.K. Ah, oh, happiness. Good. I'm writing to you on Wednesday before the Villa match. I'm in good spirits, although I may see something tonight that upsets me. You didn't. You didn't, mate. You did not. For those worried about Arsenal bragging they've actually finished well, it's Arsenal looking good until April and then falling apart is what they do. For those concerned that Poch is not a winner, I agree that he isn't, but that's also not what we need. We need a builder, a Ranieri. Ranieri! (laughs) I'm sorry? (laughs) Forgive me, I watched Ranieri be a dick. Anyway, I'll ignore that and keep on reading. We need a builder. Eh? And building anything of worth takes time. There may be a cup here and there. Well, we'll probably be mid table for a while, but that's OK. Like we're running airy. Sterling can bugger off, though, whatever happens. I detest that fraud. Sterling can bugger off, though, whatever happens. I detest that fraud. Rightly, Well, I agree because there is an element of the fraud about him but then he scored a very good goal against cetate despite to, sorry cetate despite being missing an earlier one that he should have taken anyway keep the blue flag flying high kind regards michael gibbon yes yes um uh, a builder i agree we need a builder but definitely not uh, bob the, the builder the clown we definitely don't need the clown Renny. can everybody. you build it uh, yes we can <sighs> we need bob good, the builder thank you michael i, I agree with everything other than rani
0: <laughs> you really you you got got him going. I'll move on very quickly because now it's come for that moment in in off the post that you've all been waiting for. It is the George Spencer email. Uh, the, it's almost like the, the Spencer Davies band, the George Spencer email, isn't it? Anyway, uh, it's been George says, dear Chidgey and J.K.,
1: keep on uh, running, Chidge, keep on running.
0: Oh, very good, very good. Uh, it's been uh, a rather mixed bag since the last email. First, there was the demolition of Middlesbrough, which unfortunately I wasn't able to watch. More on that later because, of course, Liverpool get the Wednesday fixture for both legs. Then, mind you, had they got the Wednesday fixture, had we got the Wednesday fixture, George, I wouldn't have been able to go. So I was quite pleased it was a Tuesday. Uh, Then there was the draw against Villa, which sounded rather insipid. And then there was the first league game of Klopp's four-month North Korean funeral. (laughs) So, of course, the referee gave them everything. We were rubbish. But had we been given that penalty in the first half, things could have been very different. And then there was the abject capitulation to Wolves, where we huffed and puffed, and they blew our defence in. Put all that together, and the portents didn't didn't look too good for the Villa game. However, we hadn't read the script. Uh, excuse me, I had. Uh, and goals from Maduecki and Gallagher put us firmly in control before a sumptuous free kick from Enzo put the cherry on top, even if we did let our guard down at the end. Bring on dirty
1: leads, dirty leads, bastards. Bastards. bastards, 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 bastards. Everybody out there watching, they're bastards, bastards, aye, bastards,
0: aye. Right. Right. Ah. Meanwhile, <laughs> actually, that just reminds me of J, uh, not JK, you're JK, Cheltel, back in the old days. You remember, remember the um, uh, goth boss's name, Colin, Colin Blake. Is it Colin Blakely? The the scriptwriter for Chariots of Fire, who won that Oscar, and said, Oh yeah, right, no, right, Colin, Colin Welland, Colin Welland, all right, the British are coming." But he was from North. But but uh, Tell used to do this impersonation of him, uh, where we where, where he would basically say, "Oh, you know, Northerners are real people with real emotions." Bah! <laughs> it, was, it was always the "bah" that used to get me at the end of it. Uh, every time I think of Yorkshire and bastards, I just want to go, bah! Anyway, where were we? What am I? What, who am I? Where are we? Right, meanwhile, things have been just as mixed down the M3. Winchester's 3-1 defeat at Walton and Ursham was marred by the manager being attacked after the match. Bloody hell, mate. And then subject to targeted harassment on Twitter? This is not the Winchester way, George. What's going on? Things didn't improve the following Tuesday as they lost 2-1 at home to Didcot, of all teams. Thankfully, I had no idea this was all going down at the Citizens. Thankfully, things improved quickly with a 2-0 win at Basingstoke, followed by a come-from-behind win at home to Tiverton. Unfortunately, our next game was at home to league leaders Chesham, who dispatched us 3-0 before it looked like history would repeat as we were 2-0 down at home to Swindon Supermarine. I always want to call them Swindon Submarine for some reason. On Tuesday night, with 10 minutes left, but then Stuart Mott and I.K. Hill brought us level, and we came within inches of winning in the dying seconds. Until the next time, up the Chels, George Spencer. Thanks, George. Um, Yeah, I have to have have a look to see what the citizens have been up to, actually. I didn't realise a lot of malarkey had been going on. J.K. Uh, uh, give me some loving.
1: Always, J.K., you know Uh, that. that That was the other Spencer Davis hit. Give me some loving. Give me some loving. Give me some loving. Give me some loving. Here we Every day, all right, all right, all right. Next email, yeah, Calvin Price, dear Chidge and Duke of Kid, Duke of Kid. I just want to start thanking you two. Thank you, and the whole Chelsea fancast family. They're all great for all your hard work, entertaining myself, many others every week. Spend lots of time driving around the country for work, and I've got a two-hour drive on Tuesday morning. I'm in safe hands, thank you, mate. I'm writing this morning after watching Chelsea travel to Selhurst Park. I generally believe the only reason we won that match was due to Chidge's attendance. Well, you do have the the effect of being a lucky talisman for them, don't you, Chidge? It's good. Well, yeah, Apart
0: from apart from West Ham, first away of the season, I did, and we lost two one.
1: That's true. That's true. Well, we won't think about I've,
0: that. I've been. Uh, I'm five and five and one. I think now, aren't I? What have, what have I seen? Burnley. 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 One there. Uh, Fulham. Fulham. Yeah spurs yeah palace i don't think i've done any other way so i'm four and one
1: four and one it's good it's good it's good um so it can't be the only reason we won that match but perhaps it's because i was there as well perhaps there was a double kind of whammy Maybe. anyway the scoreline is truly uh, a truly false reflection about the team played with that said what i will say is that a result like that reminds me of how many united have been playing up until recently Important part of a good team is winning even when you're shit as the progress is still so slow and the boys are clearly miles off working as a conceivable an ease of unit. They're shit, aren't they? Yeah, we still need to put results in till the end of the season. Hope we're building momentum to carry into the next. I've been lucky enough to be in attendance for five games this season at the bridge, watching three wins, a draw, and a loss. Brentford game, fucking shit show. It was, wasn't it? Terrible. I can honestly say, not a lot makes me more happy than a match day with my mates. Yeah, that's great fun, even when we're playing shit. I agree, not a lot better than a few beers for the game with the excitement of potential win in the back of your mind. I'm hoping to be going to the Tottenham home game whenever it's played, as there's not a lot I hate more than spuds. To convince you this team could be a good Chelsea side in a few years, we need to hump the spuds at the bridge. Of course, agreed completely. Before the Villa match, so much speculation around the coach and the performances. Again, last night, I have to say, Moises was absolutely dreadful. And And Enzo spent the first half of the game giving the ball away. No players on the pitch in that first half covered themselves in glory, to be honest it's only due to the manager giving them the hairdryer at half time they managed to pick up the points um i have to say in spite of the results this season and all the noise there's nothing worse that could happen um was that the was that the villa game he was talking about because when we i thought we played well in the first half against villa didn't we in the 1-1 you're talking about
0: no, 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 no. He says before the Villa match, so much speculation around the coach and the performances. Again, last night, I have to say, it was absolutely dreadful, and Enzo, and and Enzo spent the first half of the game giving the ball away. So whatever the match before Villa was, oh, Fulham, I
1: see, I see, Fulham, yeah, 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 absolutely, Wolves. Yeah, yeah, we'll have, will have said we were appalling. I have to say, in spite of the results this season, all the noise, there's nothing worse could happen to this club than sacking another coach. Team needs nurturing, needs time. Poch is the man who can get things settled, in my view. Hope he's given the rest of the season and next season to do that. Well, it'll just be his contract, won't it? So that would make sense. But let's see. If he's not pushing into top six next year, next year's contract should not be renewed in 2025. That's a decision for then. What needs to happen is Paul Winstanley and Lawrence Stewart need to be tied to a post outside Bridge <laughs> and be publicly shamed for this disgraceful business they've done. <laughs> Covered in shit. Out of all the signings, one billion pounds. They have only one billion pounds. One billion pounds. One billion
2: pounds. One billion one pounds. One billion pounds.
1: Made three solid signings, should be part of this team for as long as possible. Gusto Palmer and Petrovic. Uh yes, Palmer, of course. Fantastic. And Petrovic. yeah, yeah. Beyond that, none of these lads are good enough for Premier League standards at the moment. That may change, makes us as uh, makes us as match going fans suffer. That's not good enough. And then bizarrely, it's finally, finally, fuck Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, why not? Just add that why? as well, Calvin. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but weirdly enough, of course, the um uh, Enzo and Moises have played really well the last few matches. Yeah, I
0: know. It, well, is, this is it's, where this is we, we are. It's
1: working. It's where we are. It's where it's, it's working. A roller coaster
0: of a season. Anyway, as as
1: as, um, as as Chile down the wing, down the down. Oh, I'll keep saying the wing, down the right hand side, um left hand side, uh playing fullback. So um yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Leon Duke. It's yours, Duke Duke, 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 Duke of, of Leon, Leon,
0: Leon, Leon, Duke of Leon. Yeah, Leon Duke, great name, Leon. Like it. Good afternoon, Chidge guys, guy. In this case, love the show. Listen every week and have done for years. I love this. These people coming out the woodwork who've been with us for years, man. That's, I mean, we have been going for fifteen years. So, you know, if you've been, if you've been with us, I mean, we had somebody earlier on who's been listening to two thousand eleven, which is like. That's remarkable. I love this fact. Makes me warms the cockles of an old man's heart. Right. Would it be possible to get maybe a coach on sometimes to explain? Oh, yes, I remember this. I like this email. I remember this. Would it be possible to get maybe a coach on sometimes to explain why some things that happen could be explained tactically rather than a
1: rant? I think it's a bit rude, that. Isn't it rude? No, no. no. I, I,
0: I, when I read it first, I thought, how dare you say that, you yeah. piece of shit? But then I read it again, and I thought, oh, no, 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 actually... I I, I yeah, actually he makes an excellent point. Let me let me read read it again. Would it be possible to get maybe a coach on sometimes to explain why some things that happen could be explained tactically rather than a rant. Whilst just, we,
1: are... we do explain things tactically.
0: Yeah but we're not coaches. We don't have coaching bags. No I know but actually...
1: then then a coach would would frequently make an excuse for something that that we just see Oh happen. no okay
0: let let me let me address this first.
1: Yeah okay and then we'll talk about it and row
0: Let let me do the email first. Whilst we are poor and a lot of the tactical decisions made are a mystery at times, and obviously I understand the audience and the purpose of the show, some things things have me shouting at the radio at times. I love the show and would never want it to change, but so much could be offered to the audience with some current and up-to-date knowledge of why things happen tactically within these games. I'm sure there's experienced football people or ex-players who would jump at the chance to be involved with the show from time to time. Just a thought that could involve and educate the audience more on where things happen and why. Thanks for taking the time to read my email. I look forward to all your future podcasts. Kind regards, Leon Duke. Now, yeah, I hear what you say. If you were a bit sensitive to criticism, I'm mentioning no names, JK, that one could take that the wrong
1: way. No, 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 I'm not sensitive to criticism. No, not in the least, JK. No, never, not, not, not even, ever. Never, never ever never. take anything personally. No, ever, no, no, ever, no, I haven't ever. taken it personally. I just think that not, we, we come up with tactical decisions for things.
0: Yeah. But I, I, as I said, I, I I read that and I thought actually, do you know what? Leon makes an excellent point because um, I freely admit that uh, I, I come from a very different, uh, an older generation of, of supporters, as does J.K. Um, so you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily up to the newfangled tactics that are going on. And anyway, you know, I, and I've never made any pretense otherwise. I'm not a coach. I've not got any football coaching badges. So you know, my my knowledge ostensibly comes from watching football for over 45 years you know but that's not necessarily a qualification to talk tackling now in my defense leon i would say that i do know a lot of ex footballers and i've spent a lot of time watching football with them and i mean one of my finest moments when i die this will flash before my little eyes before i shuffle off this planet but i watched um I watched Brian Justman's Justman's just put down in the chat, JK.
1: You don't need no stinking badges. (laughs) I agree with him. Good old Brian. Absolutely
0: agree. (laughs) That's just brilliant. Anyway, one of my finest, finest memories will be, I watched the uh, many, many, many uh, matches in the 2006 World Cup with none other than Ray Wilkins. Me, Ray, a big fuck-off TV a bottle of Montepulciano and a nice Italian pasta-based meal. And because you know me, I don't care who I'm with, I'm just going to talk bollocks, whoever it is, uh, as I thought. And actually, Ray Ray said to me many a time, he said, well, David, young man, you really do know your football. So, you know, if Ray Wilkins thinks I, I know what I'm talking about, that's good enough for me. But I do accept Leon's point. And actually, the, the, the salient point in all of this is it had me thinking. Um, For example, at our last Troubadour uh, gig, right, Uh, Kenny Swain, who has coached a lot of the young players who are now playing for the full England side. He was coaching them when they were youth players for England. He's got all of his badges, clearly, because he'd never be coaching at that level if he hadn't. And if you remember how we talked to him about what was going on tactically and of course because kenny's lovely he wasn't ramming it down our face like say well you don't know what you're talking about and this is how it is but he explained things in a in a in a really good way and he added something to it it added to our understanding and i really enjoyed that i didn't feel in the least bit patronized or like i was an idiot because we 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 are capable because we know enough to ask the right questions that's the point but if you've got somebody on the show who's got their coaching badges has coached recently then actually it would be, I think it would It would really add something to the show. So what I'm going to do, Leon, is that I'm going to um, have a think about who we might have on. I mean, I'd love to say Kerry, but Kerry's even more Luddite than we are if you talk to Kerry about coaching, he says, systems are loads of bollocks, mate. It's about the players, <laughs> you know. And if you're talking about good strikers, just hit the fucking ball, mate, in the net, you know. <laughs> I mean, Kerry is not not very tactically minded, but more passionate and a bit more of a lunatic than we are, if the truth to be told. But if we could get somebody, you know, I'm not saying Kenny, but somebody like Kenny, who's got their badges, knows their onions tactically. Maybe what we do, JK, is we invite them on, to a show once a month and we pick up some some tactical points with them and, and then, they can... then
1: after we after we've used them we don't need to have them on anymore because we know enough well don't be so precious i think it would enrich us it would it I would it mean would, it i didn't like it would mean enlighten,
0: it. enlighten us it would enlighten us it would enlighten our audience i think leon is I, I didn't take what leon said as a criticism in any way shame or form i have i know you have that's because you're way more thin-skinned and sensitive than me um but then i've had years of therapy so you know it does help but i think it's a really good suggestion and i'm going to have a think about who who we might of all the ex players that we know uh preferably choose one that's not as ranty and foul-mouthed as us one who i mean as i said kenny came to mind because of what he said at the true excuse me the Troubadour gig which i thought was fascinating um so i i will i will i will have a think about it and i i will talk to our players agent also known as mark Meehan, and, and see see what he thinks. Um, I, I, You know, I, I think it's a really good idea, and I'm going to think about getting them on. So there you go. Maybe even just they can come and join the normal Monday show once a month or something. We could do this. We could do this. What do you reckon? We'll probably have to pay them.
1: Well, I don't mind doing that. Okay. We could ask for a whip round from uh Mixilla. We'll have a GoFundMe for, for once yeah. a
0: month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think we should. Leon, Le- could, Leon, Leon, can, Leon, could pay. Leon
0: can pay them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, love it, love it No, Leon, I I honestly, hand on heart I thought that was an excellent suggestion And I really am, I'm going to think about it I tell you what, somebody suggested What we should do is get Claudio Ranieri on
2: (laughs) (laughs) it
1: go down well with me, Chidge
0: I want you to go out there and be like lions You would need to be my lions With a knif in
1: your teeth He my favourite player of all time this that is You're a direct yeah Graham
0: Graham Lasso told me that because I worked with Graham at the same time I worked with Ray Wilkins and he, he hated Ranieri and he said in he was book, always he hated him yeah. they can never understand his selection. That's right. He was so he said to me, he said he always used to say, Go out there and fight like lions, fight like lions, and go like with a knif in your teeth. You couldn't say knife, go out with a knife in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: that. Kineef in <laughs> your teeth, that's good. Because um because of course, even Jimmy Floyd Hasselbaink's book just is. Uh, how can I put it? He's not. Um, he's not um, pleasant about uh, being managed by Ranieri, particularly when he scored a hat trick one week and he decides to rest him the following week, just to, to you know, put new, put new energy in the team. You know, you think, yeah, mate, you're you're away with the fairies. But never mind. Anyway, thanks, Leon, very much. don't dilly, dilly long. Thank you, Leon. Thanks for that, mate. Thank you. Good. All right. Yeah. No rants then. Good. Let's ask ask the player we get in about referees. See how tactful they are. Good. Anyway, um, number nine. Sourpuss JK. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sourpuss? And Leon. Leon Duke. (laughs) And he's nicked your name. He has. And he listens every week. Yeah. You're getting a mention every week, Leon. Uh, oh, hell have no fury like a JK scorned. JK scorned. Uh Marco <laughs> Delavell, Good old Marco. Good evening, Chidge Jonathan. Do you if you do want to bring somebody on, Marco? Do you want somebody to bring somebody on? Better than us. Um <laughs> good. Uh Marco. Good evening, Chidge Jonathan. The members of the Fancast family that are on the show tonight. There are none, Marco. It's just me and Chidge. What's the matter with you? Uh well, well, I'm now taking my anger out on you, Marco. I apologize. Probably- Well, what a week it's been. Dilly
0: ding, dilly dong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dilly ding, dilly dong, dilly ding, dilly dong. Um, What a week it's been. Uh, Boom, bang, a bang, boom, bang, a bang, when you are mine. Um, What a week it's been. Two performances of such contrast away at Villa and Palace, ultimately the correct result in both matches. What the game against Villa was almost perfect. We all did. I'm so sorry. Afterwards, my feeling, uh, for those watching in stereo, that was... um, uh, um, what did i have to eat i can't remember it was so long uh, ago mate it was a long time ago actually yeah earlier on this evening with my lovely daughter made it for my daughter um uh, uh, chicken chicken and salad yeah and they had wraps i didn't have the wrap um uh, good anyway i thought the game against villa was almost perfect and uh, and afterwards my feeling was well if we do the same on monday then we should take the points then monday night comes around and we chum out an absolutely terrible performance in the first 45 I'm sitting at home wondering what the hell is going on. Well, you know, we were there. We were thinking the same bloody thing, mate. Every single then we part.
0: sang every little thing. is gonna every be little, all right.
1: Be all right. Free little birds, mate. Free little birds. Chill. See the bloke behind me sang all the way through it. In the holes. What? What? So it goes. Uh, um. Uh, um. Don't you worry. About thing. Thing. every little thing be all right. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, seriously. What the
0: oh, fuck dear. was that?
1: What was oh, he doing? Dear. I've even recorded it. I recorded that bit. Recorded <laughs> it. And there he is. <laughs> what? anyway. Uh, he obviously thought he was doing well. Um anyway. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, exactly what happened, yeah, then Chelsea <laughs> I
0: like the addition of the Chelsea though, I thought that, that made yeah, it yeah, hours, yeah, yeah. That I yeah. like
1: that Yeah, 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 it was such a strange thing, wasn't it, all of that, the bloke played. what on earth was that bloke doing, thinking playing that, I suppose he thought, oh this is a good positive song to play, Yeah. realising that the, according to Pochettino in the press conference, the players were uplifted by it
0: I told you that, I told you that
1: You said, Chinch, you said I did which he slipped in at the very end of the press conference. after it had been rather a dull press conference with people trying to, people asking the same question about Palmer playing at City. God save us. Some of those journalists. Anyway, um, uh, still on at the Palace game. First half. Every single player looked like strangers if they'd never played together before. In Medvedereke's case, he played like he'd never seen a ball before. He did. He was absolutely appalling. What on earth happens? He plays excellently against Villa and then he plays absolutely dreadfully. What is going on in the poor boy's head? Anyway, then in the second half, almost the exact opposite, we ran out deserved winners. Can we? Why can't we start like this? It's so frustrating because we're better than 10th, but so inconsistent. As a fan, you never know what, Chelsea, are going to turn up. If we play aggressively against City, we get somewhere from the game. We did and we did. If we don't start aggressively, it could be a long night. Absolutely right. Everybody kept moaning on Monday about the fact we had no shots on target in the first half against Palace, where well, we had one scuffed, in fact. But No one complained when City played Everton, didn't have a shot on target until the 71st minute that's true because it's city the pundits just brushed the performance under the carpet praising for being clinical that's really frustrating as well hopefully we can get a result against them on saturday keep the blue flag flying high marco delaval yep we did in fact well done spot Uh, on nice mail marco well done mate spot on spot on
0: absolutely right last but no means least is it a long one no it's not too bad
1: it's mason from wales good old mason
0: Mason Owen. Uh, Hi, lads. Hope you're all well. Just wanted to talk a bit about the constant changing narrative of Chelsea. I understand we're 10th with lots of comparisons to last season. I don't think that's fair at all. By no means am I defending the position we are in, as Chelsea should never settle for mediocrity. But surely people, shut up. But surely people can see that
1: there's. I I can pull myself out of the frame, can't I? You've like not been go... in the frame oh,
0: all claiming night, mate. You should, you should, you should be more central. If I'm directing you, which I should be, yeah, you, you should be. I should be there, the right?
1: Yeah, should be there, shouldn't I? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's more like it's better late than never, mate.
1: Yeah, at least I've uh, done it. Now you can see my mic. You can see my pop shield.
0: Yeah, your pot shield.
1: My pot shield. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, sorry, Mason, to interrupt. Sorry, but yeah, this is new. We're doing this for the first time. It's all a bit yeah, novel.
0: You would have never. You would have thought that you know we've. Oh, never it's attacking
1: been... me! Uh, you you?
0: you never thought we'd have done this before would you uh okay i can't even remember where i am for fuck's sake right i understand we're 10th with lots of comparisons to last season i don't think that's fair at all you know i can i you know like i could mute you on zoom i can i can make your screen go away if i
1: want can you yes blimey i'll know when i've been bad
0: you will now uh Right, by no means am I defending the position we're in as Chelsea should never settle for mediocrity, but surely people can see that there's hope a light at the end of the tunnel. You're right, Mason, even JK said it earlier on. No matter how dark things get this season, we are competing. And if we ignore the league, we're competing in cup competitions like the good old Chelsea we were. Uh, I understand the league position is important and lots of people don't see Poch's vision. The team he puts out or the positions and the tactics. I can't lie, I do half the time. Well, what you need, uh, Mason, is you need for us to have an ex-player who's had his back, got all of his coaching badges on to explain it for you. That'd be perfect. Leon. Yeah. Leon's the man, isn't he? No, Leon's the guy who's come up with the idea.
1: Oh, yes, of course. I and he's going to
0: pay for it. He's going to pay for it. But recently, Potch has been either it's getting it true. right, shush, he's either been getting it right to take the Aston Villa game or making a tweak to improve our performances in games like half time at Palace. Very true. The fact that people question his ability as a manager is baffling. He shouldn't be immune to criticism, and he by no means isn't. Maybe he even gets more heat than he deserves, as every time he loses, everyone wants him out. I agree. The old sack, the manager trope, clearly doesn't work anymore. Personally, I believe in Poch, and there are games where we've gone toe-to-toe with the top four in the league, Liverpool, City, Arsenal, and Spurs, and City, and, and, and either looked their equal or conquered them, other than the one Liverpool game where we did get hammered, of course which, along with our cup presence, is the great difference compared to last season, although we drew City like 100 times last season. I'm also writing this before the City game and don't expect anything short of a result. However, I have great hope for our final, and with their two first-team injuries, the fact that Wembley is only down the road from us compared to Liverpool and our eight-days rest until the final compared to Liverpool's four-days rest in preparation – I like those odds better than they were. So much so, I've spent a fair deal of money to get me and the missus tickets to go. Yes! Yes. I told her I'd pay for it all and lied about how much it was. (laughs) Otherwise, she would never agreed to come. They were only a tenner each, Mason. Tell her that from us. Uh, But I may need need her for the moral support just in case. Ha ha. A tenner? I paid a
1: fiver for mine.
0: Yeah, shush. Although I thought I'd put my money where my mouth is, especially since I went to the previous three Caribou Cup matches, you did indeed. And you are the lucky omen, Mason. So I'm very glad you're going. One thing I was wondering was if Chelsea had any form of ticket ballot system. I know trying to get seats uh, is a lottery in itself, but I hear about it for other clubs, and I'm unsure if we have anything of the sort to give our fans a chance. I understand fans hate tourists, but we're a club not just for London, but for people around the world, as you can clearly see from the many emails you get. I feel lucky that I'm in a position where I can make a straight train trip to see the game, but feel bad for the fans that have to travel from as far from afar, possibly spending a thousand pounds plus to see something like Chelsea v Wolves. If you ask me, those tourists who do stuff that are that are true fans in my book and deserve a chance at a truly big game of the season, anyway, just to th- yeah, I, it's a really tricky one. Look, what I would say, Mason, is that. I mean, look whether you like it. I'm funny enough. This is this is tapping into the email, not the email. The uh, article I'm writing for CFC UK, which I've got to do by Friday. But I think that whatever way you look at it, there is a hierarchy of fans, um, and I'm very happy to accept that. So, for example, I view JK as a much better Chelsea supporter than me. He's been going for many, many years longer. He goes home and away. He also has very expensive tickets. He's prepared to invest in it to that extent. Um, but he's a much better supporter than me. There are people that, many people that I know like JK, you know, anybody who goes to who has an away season ticket. I mean, these for me, these are the top of the tree of the Chelsea fans. And I have no problem saying that, that that they are better than me. Um so I think I think that in 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 reality you have to accept that there is going to be a hierarchy. What that doesn't mean of course is that those that are like JK and 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 Kath would be another example many others home and away season ticket holders shouldn't ever ram it down people's throats, you know, uh, and big themselves up for it, but I think there is a hierarchy. However, with the Caribou Cup final, if you have if you have a season ticket, you are going to get a a, t- a cup final ticket because the the uh I think the allocation is about thirty-two, thirty-three thousand. We only have about twenty-five thousand season ticket holders, so you're gonna get one. Um, okay, you have to lump the corporates in, which makes it about twenty-eight, I think. But nevertheless, that means that there are four or five thousand tickets available for everybody else. Now, yes, I know that there are about ninety thousand members. So you've got a you know, w- what is it? One in pretty pretty much a one in twenty chance of getting a ticket. And then what they do is they do it on loyalty points. Now this is the trouble. I mean, you know, this is where it all falls down because you can only get loyalty points by getting tickets to a game. And it is a closed shop if you're a member. And that's where I think it 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 gets really complicated, which is I think what what Mason's saying with his with his ballot idea. There's no easy answer to this, Mason. I've been on the trust since it started. We've yet to come up with a, a situation that that will will keep everybody happy. Um you know i i i hear what you're saying in, in many respects somebody who spends a grand to come over from the states or, or australia or whatever is making a, i mean that's more than i spend on my season ticket so you know they're, they're making a supreme effort to come i i i have no answer for it i just feel your pain if you can't get a ticket and i hope you did get a ticket mason because i was under the impression that you you did reading the email earlier on but there we go um I think you are by the looks of it. Anyway, hope you lads are as excited for Wembley as I am and hope you're having a good one. We are indeed. Mason, Wales is finest. What do you think, JK?
1: Great mail. Um, yes, he, ha- he is has got a ticket, hasn't he? He's definitely yeah, yeah, he's so, going yeah. to be at Wembley. Yeah, but I think he was just asking for generally about people um, uh, uh, how they were fortunate enough to get a ticket. Was there a ballot? Um, uh interesting how do they work out who gets the rest of the tickets is it just is it because lots of people may have must have the same number of points surely is is it does it then become just who well, they no, choose? let us
0: first come first serve. So, say say that what i do know is it went down to a very low number of loyalty points uh so let's say you and i had 10 loyalty points yeah. then at some stage they will release tickets for people who have 10 loyalty points and then you, you and i just have to get into the vwr and Yes, getting, it's getting in there, in there isn't yeah. it
1: sitting in there for some time yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah
0: so there you go well there we go what a lovely it's been a long show but fun it's been great fun doing it on uh, on youtube but i'm afraid that is all we've got time for tonight now jk and i will be back on friday with either my mystery special guest that i i i uh, plugged uh, on monday yesterday you teased. or not yeah. Yes, well, they've come back to me saying they might not be available. They're now trying to rearrange their life to make sure they can attend.
1: Oh, sweet. Okay. So uh, we'll see. If they are they are they somebody who could give us tactical advice? No. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, not as far as I know. I don't know if they have their badges. But anyway, as Brian said, we don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. If it's not them, then it'll either be one of the other reprobates. And if it's not one of them, it'll just be me and JK on Friday. But either way, we'll be here on Friday to preview the Caribou Cup final against Liverpool.
1: Exciting.
0: I am very excited. Also,
1: I've got my nephew a ticket. You got one? Oh, good for you. Well done.
0: So I haven't told him yet, but his mum says it's okay for him to go. So he's got the Royal Seal of Approval. So I just got to tell him now anyway uh if you want your email it's been an email show tonight in off the post if you want your emails read out on the show very simple email us chelsea fancast at gmail.com that's simple chelsea fancast at gmail.com uh so there you go now um you can follow the show of course you can follow the show everybody knows you can follow the show uh at uh, Chelsea Fancast, I'm at Stamford Chidge. Jonathan is at Jonathan Kidd. Uh, Jonathan, it's been an absolute delight. To, it's uh, been. A li- I'm
1: sorry, I got so bogged down in the refereeing one, but I, 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 I suddenly found myself thinking about what two refs would be like. You know, I do apologise, uh, but uh, you know, that's just the way it was. Refs, refs and me don't sit well.
0: So. Refs and insults.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: or per- perceived insults in in this case.
1: Yeah. Oh, we've got another thing came up previewing the Carabao Cup final. Did you set that up? Did you do that?
0: I did that that while we were talking on the show. I'm that clever. But there you go. Um, J.K. It's been brilliant to see you. I've really enjoyed doing this. This is the future of the Chelsea Fancast. I feel we've had what I haven't told you, and I haven't had time to read many of them out, apart from Brian and his stinking badges one. But we have lots. We've had a lot of love on the YouTube comments, and also Mixler. Uh, saying how much they've enjoyed uh, watching our ugly mugs uh, on the fan car, which I, I find I'm astonished by the fact they like that, but anyway, apparently, they've really enjoyed this. So, we'll be doing this again, and it'll get better as we get more used to it, I'm sure. Yes, JK's obviously he's so excited, he's been cocking around like a complete buffoon all night. No change there, then, right? We got to go. We'll see you on Friday. Uh, looking forward to that. Thank you all for watching and listening. See you soon. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea.
1: I love you. You're in my blood, mate. You're in my
2: heart.